0: Start saying 115.
1: I think 115. Yeah. <laughs> well, you should start. How do you set my clock? Ten minutes. You know what? No, it's the uh, my my Saturday. Tr- oh, so wow. My Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what the problem is. No, my I, I I have a very nice Thursday morning. Always, I wake up. You know, 8:30 is when the alarm goes off. Um, you know, have a little bit of time, eat a little bit of food, and then have a great workout, and then while I, while I'm consuming the Wednesday Night War, and, uh, then I have to be sure to eat right after that, and it's the, uh, (laughs) it's the workout which kind of, it adds that, that kind of, that 15 minutes this way or that way, or, you know, 10 minutes this way, that way thing.
2: (laughs) Usually that way.
1: Yeah, usually that way. Sometimes it's this way. <laughs> Sometimes it's this way. But more yeah. often than not, it's that way. And, yeah,
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not sorry. Well, you know, it's like a hockey game. It's scheduled for seven, but the puck drops usually around 10 hours. Or yeah.
1: Or a baseball game that starts at They're 7. They're always right 7.07. <laughs> yeah, they know that. that first f-
2: pitch is coming out of that hand at 7.07. I love the. Unless it rains. You can't help it rain.
1: Because that's no bullshit, which I love. You know, like you said, hockey and basketball is terrible for this, where the, it will say even on the broadcast, like like tip off at 8 yeah. never means the ball will be tipped off at 8. It means we can kind of begin our <laughs> 17 minutes of bullshit yeah. coverage for it a game have. that we're just about to watch.
2: Yeah, we might have some Hall of Fame presentations. Some some Army people come out, like and why sing
1: do we? The <laughs> There's always something with a flag. Why yeah. do I? Yeah, why do we have to sit and sit? Just just be honest with us, then. We I have no problem if the game is going to tip off at 8:17. Just fucking tell me I, know. Gonna, yeah. so I, g-
2: I respect baseball for that. It's always 7:07 on the dot.
1: You know what? I I have a lot of gripes against baseball, you know, just broadly and generally, but yeah. <laughs> in terms of starting on time, I would say they would have to be one of the I mean, I've never I haven't looked around, but they yeah. got to be one of the best leagues to do that.
2: Them in WWE and Wrestling, you have to
1: start exactly. Of course, like I mean, you know, the match. You don't have to start with a match,
2: but you got to open some.
1: Well, that's it. You know, Bones ends at seven, or sorry, it <laughs> ends at seven fifty nine. Yeah, that next minute rolls around. It's not like we can just air another episode of Bones.
2: I mean, some stations would.
1: What do you think? What occupies? I wonder what occupies that pre the pre raw the pre you know the pre wrestling shows slot. <laughs> um, you know, if it's like a news If it's, you know, news on TNT Or if it's like, yeah, a premiere to a show I wonder, I wonder Yeah,
2: I remember back in the day Watching Monday Night Raw at 9 It started at 9pm, but it was only two hours then So, uh, But me and my brother would always watch right before 8 o'clock I don't know if you remember The one hour drama, Boston Public Boston Legal No, Boston Public, not Boston, Boston Legal Okay, because this I, was a this is like a show about a high school and uh, a bunch of shit would happen.
1: Okay, so no, no, I don't know that. Kind of like a Degrassi type thing.
2: Yeah, but much more serious and edgy, though. It was like 1990, early 2000s. There was like shootings and people getting their ears bitten off and crazy Jesus. shit. <laughs> it was a wild show. It was really good, but it, it's not very. It's not remembered. It's just gone. And it did not Ooh. star William Shatner and uh, no some famous who's people. Who's the other
0: guy though? in that one?
2: Uh, I never really watched I just know they smoke cigars on the patio every night (laughs) (laughs) That that was the conclusion to every episode I
1: (laughs) know I watched a lot of these episodes It must have been at a what time you said it was eight to nine
2: Yeah, it was a one-hour drama with uh, some uh, uh, actors you would recognize I can't even think of their Five-ish Finkel you know him never even heard of it is that a
1: wrestling (laughs) name because that Sure as hell
2: sounds like a wrestling name (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Vince McMahon wanted to create a Jewish character but no, there's 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 famous people. I don't know. There's it's famous people there's famous people in the time slot That was my lead in though. Back when I would watch television. Yeah, that was the warm
1: up. That was the warm up to Monday Night Raw was Boston yeah. Public.
2: It wasn't on the same channel though we'd switch. Oh, channels.
1: Mike, on the same <laughs> Oh my God, you are probably watching something on well, yeah, like a
2: cool channel. It was on Fox. Ah. But here in Canada, uh that was back then, Monday Night Raw aired on TSN, so it would just be sports before that. So Oh yeah, maybe like uh
1: maybe you would get to watch a little Jay and Dan, maybe uh pardon the this interruption. Is and
2: this was back Michael Landsberg off the record. Oh, he off having. the record. He, he was the first shoot interview pretty much. He, was,
1: he would shoot all <laughs> he had Vince on there. He was shooting with yeah, Vince. He was shooting
2: with he had he, Back when Undertaker was super protected, he had Undertaker on there shooting.
1: You should. Taker, Taker was shooting?
2: Taker was shooting.
1: Oh my God. Michael Landsberg,
2: the hard hitting questions. Michael Landsberg, one of the premier Canadian
1: sports journalists. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I think when if we're talking sports journalism, Mike, there, there's no better place than just to kick off the show right there. Because if you want to talk Canadian professional wrestling journalism, look no further than the Shoot Brothers. Podcast. It's what you've been listening to for the last five minutes. Of course, of course, you already know what it is. It's the only wrestling podcast online. It's hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne. It's also hosted by Mike the Shoot Shepherd. But too as we, I want to say this is episode ninety seven
2: we're, getting, an, we're uh,
1: getting there it's gonna be really exciting yes. we got uh off mic we're, we're definitely pla- we're planning something in the works uh plans are
2: happening it'll be not your regular episode we're gonna have some fun stuff going on it's, I mean, it's, every episode's fun basically.
1: every episode's fun in its own kind of way but yeah you're yeah. right this is uh, some unique things things we've never done before this is a special occasion too you know i mean how many how many podcasts can say that they've made it to that centennial mark
2: yeah, I'm sure there's some that like don't even make it past ten.
1: I'm I'm sure people. It's most, abandoned. They should abandon it before it even has the time. Yeah, uh, but not us. So stay tuned. Episode 100 is going to be great, and we got a great show coming up here today because you know, along with our uh, on the AW side, of course, we have our one we have our one year anniversary show, and then on the other side of the uh, of the brands, we've got our big draft. Not a shakeup. It's not a shakeup. It's a draft.
2: Yeah, no, shake-up, you have no say in what happens, right? It just kind of shakes.
1: It just kind of sh- it just kind of shakes up, yeah. And I was also going through, I mean, of course, we have some trivia later on, of course. Um, there is actually, like, a, there was a kind of difference between the two, and I don't know. I don't. I don't I, sometimes they're more synonymous <laughs> than you might think, mm-hmm. uh, but a draft is not a shake-up. Uh, let's kick off the show this week. Uh, let's go to Twitter land. Let's go to a Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's
2: the Tweet of the Week. Let's, let's draft a new champion.
1: Let's draft a new champion, as it were, um, Mike. Uh, the Tweet of the champion is often something, you know, it, it, It's maybe it's an area of, of the wrestling community that we're poking fun at or a fun little anecdote, but uh, we're taking a step away from that one this week. Uh, this is a serious one. I gotta say, Mike, because um, this is just a tweet. This is just a tweet that's going to go out to a brand new champion, one-time champion, recent uh, victim of the releasin'g uh, Sarah Logan. Sarah
2: Logan. I think she's pregnant.
1: Sarah, Sarah Logan is pregnant, of course. Um, but, but what kind of got me on this one? Uh, so if you if you watch uh, or if you see her on on the socials and stuff, uh, she has a farm. Farm. She has a farm, sorry. and her and whichever uh, Ivar. Yeah, whichever one. I think so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, whichever one it was, they have a farm, and they uh, sorry, they have a farm, and they hunt, and they you know skin their c- cattle, and they. They, you know, slaughter the chickens. They do all the shit that you do when you have a farm and then you fucking
2: eat the stuff on the farm. Uh,
1: yeah. A lot of people... So you,
2: you, you used to complain about her rabbit pelts, but that's just who she is. She loves that shit. For well,
1: uh, well I, I, if I may, I was, gonna, I was actually going to get to that. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. I was sorry actually going to gonna get to the
2: rabbit pelts comment, by the way. Okay, of course. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, a lot of people, like, and I mean like a lot, like hundreds of people, I've just been like spamming her social medias, like being a shitty person to her because she chooses... Or like you know, but she she has a farm and she hunts and things like that, and that's just something that like I want to talk. It's don't shit on a wrestler for just having a life outside of the ring. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. She reached out to kind of everyone um, because this is serious, you know. She said if anyone comments on my hunting posts and threatens me, my husband, or my unborn child, they will be reported and blocked. And I'll do everything in my power to make sure your account is taken away. It's completely inappropriate and shameful. If you don't like my post, please, for the love of God, unfollow me." And of course, she's had a huge amount of support from the entire wrestling community uh, out there. A lot of superstars have reached out to her in support of um, just the fact that she has a fucking life outside of the ring. Or even, uh, even including Sunny Kiss. Who responded to her by saying, "I'm a vegetarian and I love you. I love you for you. You enjoy your life the way you want to." Excellent. Isn't Excellent. that isn't that just what it's about too?
2: That's the way it should be. That's Excellent the way attitude. it
1: should be. Well, I knew you were going to bring up the rabbit pelts. <laughs> Sarah Logan's Sarah, Sarah Logan's uh, outside of the ring lifestyle is something that's going to be, uh, which is something very important to the uh, the Shoot Brothers world. Yes. We talked about those rabbit pelts for
2: what feels like months. Anytime she would show up.
1: <laughs> it was even, of course, uh, part of the title of our very first episode. Our first episode was an Elimination Chamber uh, review, <laughs> I believe. And the episode was titled Elimination Chamber, The Call-Ups, and Rabbit Pelts. That's uh, quite an honor. Exactly. No, Sarah Logan's a big part of the Shoe Brothers' f- history. And, uh, yeah, don't be a dick to these people
2: outside of the ring. No, exactly. I mean, Uh, the
1: rabbit pelts comment purely stemmed from the fact that it didn't line up with the rest of the riot squad. had nothing to do, like, I think a, a hunter gimmick is great.
2: Yeah. You know, that's, and it's, you know, you're using every part of the rabbit, you're. You're making good use of it.
1: Exactly. You make soup and then uh, warm your <laughs> child. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's I think all. They
2: made, I think it's stew. rabbit Stew. stew. Yeah, rabbit stew. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, yeah, no, Sarah Logan, we love you. Uh, I feel like she will be back in WWE at some point. I think uh, she was released before she was pregnant, so they were, they're they not that shitty. But I think she's going to have the baby and Ivar's still working there. And they'll be like, hey, Logan, let's have you back.
1: Hey, yeah. That's uh Hey, no, that's exactly it, you know, and you can kind of mold right into a character with your uh She's out there on Instagram and Twitter. They're all they're they're posting. They have a life. You know, yeah. just like fucking everyone.
2: Then why wouldn't they uh, want to bring back a now former champion? Was she a Tweet cha- of the week champion?
1: A uh, tweeted Wow, well, tweeted league champion. Well, dude, she was <laughs> she was I think the second last eliminated in the longest ever 30 person Royal Rumble. Wow. Oh no, second okay. last eliminated did Becky Lynch eliminate...
2: Mm, I'm trying to remember who she...
1: I think Sarah was. Sarah Logan made it to the bottom three. I know that.
2: Bottom three, but I'll, I don't but know. Who is Final that, two might be... Who
1: is that other woman? Yeah, maybe... I'm, I'm going to assume Charlotte. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> let's get on with well, the show, though. Yeah. Uh, let's move on over to some of the fun stuff, because before before our Wednesday Night Wars, before our trivia and stuff, we got to get to the big draft night, and let's kick it off with SmackDown. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, at least to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. They have the first, I guess, you know, they, they get to draft. They don't get to draft first, I don't think. <laughs> no. But uh, they, they, get the get, host. they get to host the very first night. Of course, we had our pool. Our t- we have our two pools kind of on different things. And yeah. we're I think we're going under that classic format of Raw gets two, SmackDown gets one.
2: Rockets three SmackDown. Gets That's two. what
1: it is. Two and three. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. And same, same different Teams but,
2: will uh, go together
1: unless they're like explicitly <laughs> they broken don't want up. To. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which is a great little cap. Which is a great like sidebar to the rule. They're like, yeah. Teams get split up unless they don't. You're like, I mean, oh, I didn't think. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. up to you. <laughs> okay. It's your- uh,
2: uh, and of course anybody's eligible. champions anyone could be drafted title goes with them doesn't matter
1: so we kick off the show um in our thunderdome but it's kind of now like mixed brand it's not all blue it's not all red we kick off and um michael cole was saying a couple dumb things in this little moment <laughs> i don't know if you any caught that he called it uh he called it our visually pleasing thunderdome Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> which made me feel a bit weird. And then he explained something that I didn't think needed to be explained. And he said if a superstar goes to a, like a superstar with a title goes to a new brand, they take that title with them. And my thought yeah. was obviously.
2: Yeah. Okay, uh, so we just my, wanted to make sure. He, Michael Cole just wants
1: sure. to make sure everybody knows what's going on. This so. could be
2: your first draft; it's not ours, but it could be some. <laughs>
1: That's a good point. Here comes uh, Stephanie McMahon, which you know, yeah. uh, if you
2: celebrate,
1: and, and <laughs> dump, dump, dump.
2: I hate that song,
1: <laughs> Mike. You and I, yeah. In terms of yeah, in terms of the McMahon family tree and theme songs. Oh, she's, she's down at the bottom. Point. She's bottom. Even Lynn
2: McMahon's song's better. And you never see her. Never even heard that one. Um
1: <laughs> so this you know, Stephanie McMahon has not been on television for a long time. Uh, I never Thank know, you.
2: I never <laughs> I never know where to land when so she comes out. I'm fine with this for her. Once a year, you can come she, out, you can be your little yeah, You can she, be the, the Gary Bettman, the Adam Silver of the whatever.
1: Yeah, she gets her a couple times a year, that's fine. Um with no explanation to who she is. Uh, well, you
2: see the name, I think they everyone should know McMahon.
1: Well, I mean, I guess that is the, you know, I guess that's the question. You know, sometimes I do like I to, think they
2: do put a little thing under like the CFO or the CEO of, I don't know, something to yeah, put
1: Yeah. a title. Because, you know, I sometimes, you know, and as a newer wrestling fan, I do like to think about the way in which things are being presented to a new person. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Stephanie McMahon comes out and she just rattles off the first round of po- <laughs> the first round of yeah, picks. Yeah, we didn't,
2: uh, no f- we didn't get any boardrooms, any representatives this year. She's just the one. She's just got the cards. She's gonna read them. No fox the picks have been selected. Uh,
1: no fox robot.
2: No robot this year. No. Uh, but yeah, like you said, two separate pools, so they, so they don't, so not all the good talent gets drafted in the first like two rounds, and then everything's, mm-hmm. you know. So it makes sense. Stephanie's here. And, yeah, let's just get right into it. The smart pick, Monday Night Raw, takes their WWE champion, Drew McIntyre, first overall.
1: Makes I mean, sense.
2: You got to you keep your champ. You got to keep your world champ. Uh, so, of course, SmackDown just follows suits, takes Universal champion, Roman Reigns. No brainer there. Uh, Raw picks off with women's champion, Asuka. Uh, and then SmackDown takes Seth Rollins. So there's our first shakeup of the night. The Friday Night Messiah. Ooh. I guess. Does not maybe, have does not nah, have the same ring to it. The Friday Night Father. I like that. He can come up with a Pope suit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, last pick of the first round. The Raw takes the Hurt Business. So that's a four for one. What a great value. And you get the U.S. title as part of the package. So that's. That's one of the smartest picks.
1: That's one of the most biggest value picks, Mike. I think. Um, although, yes, those those were the exact uh, those were the exact selections from <laughs> uh, the first round. However, Mike, you delivered it with a little more poise, I would say, and a little more patience. than Steph. Uh, then one Stephanie McMahon. Here's uh, here's my impression of Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> Monday Night Raw selects Drew McIntyre, SmackDown selects Roman Reigns, Monday Night Raw he selects uh selects Asuka uh, SmackDown <laughs> selects uh, Seth Rollins and Monday Night Raw selects The Hurt Business. The
2: Hurt Business every once in a while. Very hour, quickly.
1: Um I would have liked uh I don't know. You could <laughs> You could have added a little more fanfare to the uh I'm not saying the picks have to come out and then, you know, shake her hand and then put on a hat (laughs) that says Monday. They put on, like, a Monday Night Raw jersey, thumbs up to the camera. It doesn't have to be, like, an actual draft, but uh, they clearly had some shit that we wanted to get to later on in the evening.
2: Yeah, yeah, let it breathe. Let it breathe a little bit. I'll host next year. Perfect. (laughs) But we got uh, got a big match booked here because we got Big E taking on Sheamus. False count anywhere. So they start inside the ring, but then they quickly, uh... well, first of all, the Seamus is on the edge and Big E does his suicide dive thing, which I always have a heart attack because once again, he like just lands right on his head.
1: Yeah. Scary. The uh, the big man doing the tope.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it scary. Mixed, mixed I mean, results. Look at
2: Ivar just like fucked himself up a couple weeks ago. So. That, be that, careful, that, man. That, that Undertaker tope. Oh, yeah. At Mania that was more when on he the... landed on his head. I blame the cameraman for not catching him oh that was a cameraman well it was it wasn't a real cameraman it was a plant oh right the uh okay i see what you're saying jimmy snooker's son I think. anyways uh, she- uh they're all okay seamus they uh seamus ties biggie up in the ropes and then he beats him around with a kendo stick uh then he's looking around for more weapons but then biggie finds a roll of duct tape so he tapes seamus's legs together starts whacking him around seamus stops he's hopping like a kangaroo and uh, eventually, they make their way up the ramp backstage. Seamus was bleeding. That's the great thing about his complexion. He gets fucked up from these kendos. You can see it right away.
1: Yeah, and and this <laughs> is and, and we know what kendo stick brutality
2: looks like. Yeah, 2020 uh, is lately. the year of the kendo. It really is. You're the kendo stick. And I, I gotta say, they've gotten it over. <laughs> <They> <laughs> it used to be a weapon. You're just like ah kendo stick. Now it's like wow, this is wow some damage. <laughs> uh, but anyways, they they walk over to this breakfast table which just has, like, raw ingredients. He pours flour and smashes eggs yeah, all over Biggie. What kind
1: of craft services uh, yeah. bench is this? Like, like, what,
2: yeah, I got to start go fucking,
1: I don't know, frying up the eggs? Jesus. Someone, someone's like, I love pancakes. And they're like, okay, so let me start <laughs> making the batter.
2: Yeah. So, anyways, eventually they make their way into the parking garage. Uh, Seamus hits Biggie with a crowbar. They climb of the hood of the car. And you can just hear this hood buckling from the massive weight of them standing there. Two big boys. (laughs) So Seamus picks up Big E, hits the white noise, smashing E into the windshield. Uh, He's covered in blood. Uh, But Big E kicks out of that. So Seamus opens the front door, just starts slamming him with that. uh, Then he opens the trunk, but Big E avoids that. He broke, kicks the trunk off the thing. Uh, I think yeah. Eventually, what Big E power bombs Sheamus onto another car, but then he like just slides off the hood. He's all greasy. Greased. and he just kind of like jumps into the windshield because they wanted to break that windshield too.
1: This was he- yeah. This car played a, this car <laughs> played a played a big role. Um Heavy yeah. Just two heavy hitters like we said. Was this a false count anywhere match and it, it somehow yes. became that? I, I don't know if it was before. It was a it? Fal-
2: yeah. It was from the beginning. Okay. So that's how we got here. Okay. So the big finish. uh yeah, so both men—they're all cut up. Biggie and Sheamus stand on the hood of the car again, and Biggie hits the running big ending through some conveniently placed tables nearby. And then he pins Sheamus for the three, which so great great brawl. Oh,
1: huge bar brawl! <laughs> um, yeah, just holding nothing back. My only com- from the just my only comment from the draft. Um, first round, Seth Rollins is the only one to switch brands. Which, is, uh, which was kind of like, yeah, you know, it, 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 was, it was big. Like, you know, it's funny, you know, Ross, selects McIntyre, MVP, Asuka, those things. And it's almost like, you know, it, they didn't leave. So it's almost as if they weren't even in contention to leave. You know, does that make sense?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like we just had to get those ones out of the way.
1: Just get them out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, but right after this match here, Kayla wants to talk to Big E. When the security guard walks up, but he takes off his hat, it's Kofi Kingston. He's back. But then another one walks up. It's Xavier Woods. The gang's all back together again. Uh, they're all hyped up. But then Kofi and Woods say something's missing. And then they start talking about the tag titles doing the same old shtick. But I noticed Biggie in the background. Maybe it's because he was beat up, but he, was, he wasn't quite playing as long as much. Or maybe because he knew was what to come, but I don't mm. know. Either way, New Day's back. And healthy, which is nice. Uh, But then Jey Uso comes out to cut a promo. Uh, He says he wants Roman to come out and tell him. Because there's an extra stipulation to their Hell in a Cell match. Not just inside the cage. Uh, But Heyman pops up on the Tron and says the chief answers to nobody. But Roman's beside him. He still wants to be acknowledged. And says for the first time ever inside Hell in a Cell, it's going to be an I quit match. So, yeah, that's something new. I can dig it. And
1: I quit Hell in a Cell.
2: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Roman's just like, didn't have to be like this. Wanted to help you. But uh, after you say I quit, there's going to be some consequences. Now, that's no good. Jay, Jay- Is it going to be a real <laughs> I quit? Like, you actually quit. You quit. You're done.
1: Jey Uso seems to be on this. Uh, on the, Yeah, this this feud went from, you know, uh, what felt like was going to be a one match. You know, kind of as as Roman comes back to now possibly the biggest story going on in WWE. Uh, this huge new Roman Reigns character, Jay Uso's the perfect underdog too, who we know has so much skill and who is decorated in his own right. Um, but yeah, taking taking out his family, his familial lineage. This is gonna. This is this will steal the
2: show. Well. We'll see. There's another match that I think could as well. But uh who knows? We're getting that's gonna be a fun one. Yeah. It's gonna be a fun Very one. much so. <laughs> but let's go to round two of the draft. Uh and right before it even begins, Stephanie announces that tonight New Day is getting a tag title shot. So welcome back. Lucky them. Oh, that's so yeah. nice. Uh but on with the picks. Raw takes AJ Styles. <sighs> so a very smart pick. Big but pick. Flip flopped He's flip flopped. (laughs) He's
1: been on.
2: Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where he goes. Doesn't matter. It does not matter
1: matter. where he goes.
2: Uh, Up next, SmackDown takes Sasha Banks. It's a very smart pick. Or keeps uh, Sasha Banks, I guess. She keeps Sasha, but yeah, that's good. I would have kept her on SmackDown Mm -hmm. as well because she's got unfinished business. Bailey was not in the draft pool tonight, but uh, Sasha can still say I got picked before you. (laughs) But uh, up next. One of the strangest picks of the night. Raw takes Naomi. When there are so many names on the board, you take Naomi. No offense to her. Weird pick. Weird pick. Uh, Even this very next pick, Bianca Belair is going to SmackDown. That would have been a much better choice. But, uh, yeah, so we got Naomi. Then we had Bianca. Final pick of round two. uh, The Raw women's, Women's Tag Team Champions, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, stay on Raw. But the titles remain open to all three brands.
1: Gotcha. So if they lost it, they would stay on
2: Raw. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's round two. We got some wrestling. Miz Mo takes on Jeff Hardy, Matt Riddle. Very short match. Riddle gets the win with the bro Derek, but uh, the whole point was as they're celebrating, the man that nobody wanted back, the freak Lars Sullivan comes out, just beats the shit out of everyone. Miz gets it the worst. It looks like Nars was hitting. Lars was hitting these... I don't know pretty stiff strikes miz was just like block i don't know fuck lars i don't like
1: yeah controversial to say the least you know (laughs) lars sullivan's return um he's back with a beard now (laughs) i don't think he 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 had that like super long chin piece like
2: a heavy metal beard
1: yeah yeah like a guy from anthrax beard yeah. Um, but now he's back with a beard, and uh, he's still up there on Instagram, pushing a lot of weight. You know, he's squatting a lot, he's benching a lot, he's uh, he's getting bigger.
2: Well, apparently he's still being shitty too, because like a day or two after, there's more stuff of him just harassing women online on Instagram and yeah. asking for.
1: I, I I heard about that one I don't know about that it wasn't know about as terrible as his
2: other things but it's just more it's like you should be clean as a whistle if you're trying to win people over right now yeah
1: yeah yeah I mean yeah in the in the world scheme of uh successful men he's down there he's down there you know yeah, but uh, we'll see we'll see
2: we'll see let's just continue Stephanie's out again for the third round here uh but yes. Raw's pick, Ricochet. So he's staying.
1: Huh. Way uh, to go, Ricochet.
2: Way to go. Uh, but then SmackDown takes Jay Uso. So uh Jimmy wasn't in the pool, but Jay's going to SmackDown. I guess Jimmy can technically just return at any time. But well, maybe I, they will be split.
1: I was thinking they do a little thing where uh both twins play one person. You know, and then they kinda of they they would have me fooled. If like they, the Olsons. Just like the Olsons or just like yeah yeah, on full house.
2: Yeah. um, Well, Naomi did get drafted to Raw and that's Jimmy's wife. So maybe I don't know. It's either wifey or brother. So I don't know.
1: Uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Literally. I never know.
2: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But then Raw takes Mandy Rose, who they just got a few weeks ago. Uh, But Smackdown takes Dominic and Ray. Good. Smart. Not splitting them up. That's a good way to do it. Uh, then I guess that just means that the Seth storyline's not over yet, right?
1: It's, oh, camp! It can't be over yet.
2: No. Uh, closing out round three, Raw takes Miz and Morrison. I think the Miz has literally been drafted in every single draft.
1: Like he, like he switched brands yeah, on every shakeup or every.
2: Yeah, at least every draft. Maybe every shakeup too.
1: Well, yeah, because there was the time with the shakeups where just pretty much if you held the IC or US title, you <laughs> flopped.
2: Yeah, you were flip flopping. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, and I think Miz may have def- or definitely held them during one of those opportunities. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, but we got a big match, or was supposed to be a big match. Bailey defending the SmackDown Women's Title against Sasha Banks, one that I've been anticipating for years. But uh, Bailey comes out with a chair. Sasha slaps her around. She's looking good, super aggressive. But then Bailey just leaves the ring, goes to bail on the match. Or She grabs a chair and just hits Sasha. So DQ. Uh, and then she just continues to try to beat up Sasha. But she counters, starts beating the shit out of her with the chair. And Bailey runs away. Yeah, Bailey runs away. And then uh, I think later on we find out that they will fight in the hell in a cell.
1: This this seems like it's been a tradition now, or this happens a lot. <laughs> this happens a lot. The how do we end the match, just have somebody DQ it. And then, yeah. that's kind of it, right? Because, or, or rather, I find it surprising, so, um, we do have the rest of the show. This was the only women's match on this episode of SmackDown. Of course, this was, uh, you know, we had the draft, we had other things going on, which I understand. Could we not have, <clears throat> excuse me, could we not have booked the match? Just, just roll with me on this one, right? We booked the match for Hell in a Cell, clearly that's where this thing belongs, and then possibly given this time period to two other women? maybe three other women
2: yes we could
1: have and certainly because what i mean the one upside of this little thing for me because again one of the best feuds going in the company for the past fucking year it feels like at least they didn't wrestle for 30 minutes just for bailey to do the chair thing and then just yeah like, oh, yeah fuck they off.
2: didn't uh, they didn't waste too much of our time <laughs> you know
1: here, it only took was... a couple minutes before the beatdown uh before the beatdown and i think took yeah, place.
2: as soon as the match was booked on smackdown i think we all knew we all we knew this was a...
1: not changing hands uh so we maybe we could have given it to two other performers
2: yeah no i can agree with that but uh, uh there's always next week
1: always next week baby
2: Uh, Backstage, well, we did get other women appearing on the show, at least, because backstage, Kevin Owens is getting ready for his match later. When Alexa Bliss approaches and just simply says, let him in, walks off. Let him in. Mm. But (laughs) we got that tag title match we were promised. Nakamura and Cesaro defending against Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. So Kofi, surprising. I mean, Xavier Woods has been gone for like a year, but Kofi's been gone three months now. Flew right by.
1: And now we well, we've had uh, and now Z- both Xavier Woods and Ember Moon have recovered from their respective Achilles injuries.
2: Yeah, they're back. They're, they're back. looking good. Xavier's still running. He's high flying, hitting springboards. He's looking great, going all out. Uh, Cesaro he has Kofi in the big swing when Nakamura is looking to hit the Kinsasha. but Woods stops him. Which allows Kofi to hit trouble on Paradise uh, onto Nakamura, and then he tags in Woods, who hits his big diving elbow drop and gets a three count. So the New Day, are once again, tag team champions.
1: Once again, I know, and on the night they return, which is always exciting. This, like this, is yeah, part you know, of the fun. excitement, uh, which always is a New Day who just continues to add more accolades to their accolades. On top yeah. of their previously existing accolades
2: <laughs> So Biggie comes out to celebrate with them He's having a good time when oh, Stephanie comes out Because it's time for the final round Of tonight's draft So with the first pick Raw selects the brand new Smackdown tag champs Kofi and Xavier But not the New Day As a three pack And Woods is shocked They're all in shock Woods is just like say E's name Say E's name She's going to say E's name, right? But Steph says with the second pick, SmackDown selects Big E. So, (laughs) oh, shit. You breaking the New Day. You breaking the New Day. Well, you can't break the New Day up, but you can split them apart. And that's what's happened here. So singles push continues. So this is still a good thing for Big E. But, uh, yeah, New Day is shook. They are shocked. Big E looks like he's going to cry. And Kofi just says, why you do that? That's the dumbest effing move. And then we just move right along because heading to Raw is Dana Brooke. When you picked Mandy Rose earlier, you could have just paired them together.
1: I thought that it. was the whole point. That's what they, they they were both wearing pink the other week. I was like, okay, they're a pair now. Yeah.
2: So that was weird. Uh, Smackdown then takes <sighs> Mr. Money in the Bank, Otis, uh, once again, not having machinery together. So, I uh, wouldn't you, but, but...
1: What happened to Tucky? Uh,
2: but, uh, final pick of the night, Raw takes Angel Garza, which is the one pick where I'm glad that they didn't take him with Andrade as a pair.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, God, who that. the
2: fuck knows what's going on over there?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but, you know, but, but end of an era for the New Day or a or a change of pace, really you know uh like like we've like we've said, the big e singles push needs to happen. It's clearly happening. is yes. big e the one to uh, you know maybe he will be the one to dethrone Roman
2: reigns in a year? possible he could be I could definitely see him being the one to challenge at this year's WrestleMania
1: I mean and especially with uh da- you know kind of Daniel Bryan nowhere to be seen Seth Rollins involved with Dominic it sort of seems as though we're we we are back to missing a top face on SmackDown
2: yeah no Big E can definitely fill that role mm-hmm. and uh, so We'll see. This uh, yeah, that's the big news though obviously, the the new split of the New Day, but uh, well, Yeah, the show, there's still some more action here.
1: Not a split. It is refreshing to see a tag team not turn on each other and just split up, like just split up like yeah. that. You know what I mean? <coughs> Biggie didn't turn on Xavier Woods. They just, you know, have to go their respective ways.
2: Yeah. Uh so they announced that next week is the season premiere of Smackdown. Uh Roman's gonna defend the universal title against Strowman.
1: Yeah, season uh, two, live on uh live on uh Netflix. Season Premier. premiere. Stream yeah, it so all, stream a, it all.
2: I would say that would mean that's the official reset point for the uh four invitations per year.
1: Oh, so it's it's not per calendar year, it's per season. Interesting. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I yeah, mean yeah. How, nope, do you, right. how do
2: you how do you want to
1: that's a good I point know. I mean, I'm looking at the brand-to-brand invitational right now Because <laughs> uh, you bet your ass I've got it In an Excel spreadsheet right in front of me um, We can reset it Yeah, we can re- So so this coming Friday will be the reset of the season And also, and also subse- subsequently, does that mean that the following Monday is episode one?
2: Uh, I think it's a double season premiere
1: Okay, yeah So it's like, so SmackDown and Raw are the season premiere And then from there Okay, that's cool yeah. That's cool. And We're- also... Well,
2: yeah, it's weird because they've already booked matches for the season premiere that have people from different brands. Well, like I'm glad away you, brought, I'm glad
1: you fucking brought that up. Of course, we'll get to that <laughs> when we spoke to Raw. Which, uh, oh my god, let's let's just keep let, let let's finish this all off. Yeah, let's after, finish. It. We got
2: a we got a big main event here after
1: at first. Raw because yeah, you know when WWE does that thing where they book something and then forget and then they book it <laughs> <laughs> like again or something. Uh, but yeah, let's go over to let's get over to this main event because we were I think promised this last week. Kevin Owens uh taking on the
2: fiend the fiend in his first ever television match. i
1: saw that first ever television match and uh it was something like it's been two and a bit years
2: since that's pretty good, pretty f- good for
1: uh for yeah i'm like god damn god damn and of course you know of course we saw the very first
2: oh, yeah. fiend. you can never take that away from we, us.
1: we you and i are a part <laughs> of professional wrestling history Oh yeah! In that we saw the very first match of the Fiend. Yep. Against Finn Balor, nonetheless.
2: Yeah, fun match. Ah, oh. uh, but yeah, so we're getting this match. have yep, no shenanigans, at least at yeah. So Owen's getting some moves in, but the Fiend is just shrugging everything off. Uh, hits a Sister Abigail into the announce table. Does his little neck snap move. But I uh, hate every time you know he does the neck snap. It Looks like he's trying to break their neck. Yeah. Every time Michael Cole's just like, oh, he's trying to rip his head off his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, he's trying to kill him, Michael, you fucker. But uh, anyways, Owens fights back. He hits a DDD to the floor, a frog splash off the apron onto the floor, hits a pop-up powerbomb onto the Fiend through the announce table. But uh, the Fiend recovers from that. They get back in the ring. Fiend locks in the manible's claw. But while he's got the claw in, Owens hits the stunner. But the Fiend doesn't release the hold. He just stands up, slams Owen down with the uranage while still holding the mandible claw and pins him for the three count. So the Fiend wins. He's celebrating. The lights shut down. And when they turn back on him and Alexa Bliss are just staring into each other's souls. And then they both look back at Owens, look back at each other, and then we go off the air.
1: As we fade to black and then the next then probably the news comes on at eleven or something or ten uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, more fun than expected. just the fiend no selling most of Kevin Owens offense uh, yeah and it was 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 more fun than expected
2: it was interesting like Owens was trying to like he was trying to like win by count out at times. he's like fuck I can't keep this guy down i gotta just gotta count him out
1: you know yeah possibly trying to play smart over the fiend but yeah two guys kevin owens can have a great match with anybody i'm sure and nice to see that uh, alexa bliss possibly seems to have some of that fiend magic in her oh yeah some of that uh she can control the lights uh you know she can distort stuff Uh, i think the fiend and retribution learned from the same maybe since fit finley has been let go Uh, you know, in a way to like get back at the company, he knows all the ins and outs of how to edit the videos and how to (laughs) turn off the lights. He knows all of this stuff. Maybe like Fit Finley's at the, uh, at the top of this, uh, at the top of the chain right now.
2: Maybe. Well, uh, Mm -hmm. you mentioned Retribution. Uh, Apparently, Mercedes is no longer part of Retribution. She's just going back to NXT, I guess.
1: That was something I think that was like subtly or quietly not even announced. Not even mentioned. There was just sort of a couple promo photos had come out, of course, with Mustafa Ali as their leader, but only four Retribution members instead of five.
2: Yeah. So that's something. She wasn't part of the draft or anything. Or, yeah, when they drafted. Anyway, we'll get to that. That's part of part two but yeah uh, not really
1: sure like kind of like the reasoning either nothing really comes out but i guess if she pops up back on nxt as mercedes martinez we'll just sort of i bet they'll just (laughs) glance
2: over it probably uh there's one other thing they had the supplemental draft took place on talking smack so we had some of the extra picks Um, umberto carrillo tucker and drew gulak all went to raw so heavy machinery is officially split up
1: oh poor tucker
2: and then going to SmackDown, Kalisto, not Lucha House Party, just Kalisto, and Murphy, who couldn't even make the main show, is going to SmackDown. So the whole Rollins Mysterio family continues.
1: The whole thing continues. <laughs> that's yeah. not gonna end. We just got what's the what's the daughter's name? We just got L- Aaliyah. Aaliyah involved. So uh, yeah, that's a she's, whole that's a whole new she's, angle.
2: She's gonna be a big part of the Blue Brand. That's for sure. Forward. Let's move over to Monday Night Raw.
0: Let's get raw.
1: Because we have a, a, night night two of the draft.
2: Night two, same rules. Uh, yeah, three picks for two. And Anyways, before we can even get any drafting done, Randy Orton comes out just to cut a promo about the Hell in a Cell coming up against Drew. And, uh, yeah, you know, I pinned him last week, which is the first time anyone's done that in a year, which you and I mentioned. But still impressive that he did it. Uh, Still, imp- like I didn't even know. Like Drew just did it without it being like shoved down your throats. They weren't like, oh, he's on a hundred match win streak or anything like
1: that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you and I were chatting about that last week. I think the last time he lost was like Extreme Rules when it was him yeah. and uh, somebody against Taker and Roman, whatever that was. Yeah. Uh, y- yeah. It seems like I don't know. So it's, it does it feel to you like Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre has kind of run its course? Like, we don't need these long promos anymore, because yeah. the promos end in brawls, uh, yeah. and that's sort of the way that it goes.
2: Yeah, no, at this point, I'm just, the hell in a cell match. I already it's know been a lot of just
1: Exactly, it's been a lot of good work. That's not what I'm saying, but it's almost like, you don't need, we don't need this again.
2: No, yeah, I don't need to see this for two weeks leading up to it. I could just okay. have the match, and either Randy wins, or he never fights him again. Agreed. That's what we need to Agreed. Do. <laughs> Uh, but yes, let's get these picks going. Steph comes out, and first off, the Raw takes the Fiend. So that's a big pick. Big I pick like. for Monday Night Raw. Yeah, freshen things up. He's on the Red Brands. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if Bliss moves with him. But then SmackDown selects Bailey, the SmackDown Women's Champion. Very, you got to protect your asset of there. Of course, so very smart. Naturally. Uh, then Raw takes Randy Orton. Okay. So. SmackDown takes the Raw Tag Champs, the Street Profits. So, as expected, you know once New Day was going over the Raw, you knew that was going to happen.
1: Oh my God, Mike! As soon as I heard, so this this was kind of like this this was a emo- this was a, a an, an emotional arc that was kind of like in two separate occasions, right? So, of course, <laughs> on the Friday pri- previous, uh, the New Day wins the SmackDown titles but then are immediately drafted over to Raw and the fireworks going off in my brain of <laughs> of kind of you know of putting together both Both championships Both the Raw tag And the Smackdown tag Molding them into one I could just see this Beautiful red and blue Belt in my head It was going to get a whole new It was going to get a whole new design It was going to be Sleeker, cooler Something made for 2020 Something with gold on it Something with gold on it All all the colors of the rainbow If you were (laughs) Um, And I I spent all I spent the rest of Friday I spent all day Saturday All day Sunday Even the first half of Monday Just thinking Wow Finally The tag title are going to be won
2: nope nope sorry yeah. but uh we got, final- we got
1: so close though it's almost as if they're teasing it to us like we're gonna <laughs> unify the titles in like a year
2: <laughs> we'll see maybe a next shake up but uh the final pick of the first round your queen charlotte flair She's uh, going to Raw, staying to Raw. I, can't. I think she's, staying, she's on
1: staying on Raw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, so who knows when she's back? But once again, you gotta protect, gotta protect your assets. So the Queen, whenever you come back, we know where you're going.
1: Oh, I know where she's going.
2: That's your Oh, yeah. Uh, but we got Aleister Black taking on Kevin Owens in a No DQ match. So uh, Owens wrestling in jeans, not shorts.
1: Yeah, it's a good look. I like the, uh, because, like, a large guy in jeans is something you don't see very often. Somebody as mobile (laughs) as Kevin Owens, it's great to know that, like, you can be, you know, a bit bit thicker, but still maneuver in jeans.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So they're brawling. They're fighting outside the ring. Uh, We get some chairs set up inside the ring. You know what? Owens sets them all up, uh, like, seated down like a table. Made of chairs, but then Alistair Black just hits this huge meteora off the top rope, slamming Owens into all the chairs. Fun little move, That's a
1: good but, spot. So. I like the chair yeah,
2: table the chair spot. Table. <laughs> and we've seen it before. Yeah, but oh, it's always fun because you're like, oh, that probably hurt. That,
1: that, that probably hurt. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, but anyways, uh, they go back outside the ring. Alistair looks for the black bass, but Owens ducks, so Black just kicks his own foot off the ring post. Owens takes advantage, throws him in the ring, hits a stunner, follows up with a powerbomb through a table to pin Black for the three. Owens wins.
1: Owens wins in uh, a fun, physical war.
2: Yeah, a fun little match. You know, they, uh, they've they been having this little feud in it. Because of the draft, it might be split up, so this, is, this could be a blow-off.
1: And it, you know this? Yeah, this could have been it. This could be it. Exactly. You know, both 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 of these guys needed a win. Maybe a little too much. Um, but I think Kevin Owens ne- should be put into a championship picture. Sorry, a universal championship. Maybe is he on SmackDown?
2: Uh, well, I think we'll find out. I think he gets drafted uh, in this next round. Let's just move to the next round because uh, first off, Raw takes Braun Strowman. He's been showing up a lot on Raw anyway, so.
1: Of course. Well, he's been showing up a lot on Raw Underground, which I think due yeah. to I'm going to assume it's like asbestos in the ceilings. They're not allowed back down there. <laughs> that's why us. that's why they haven't said anything about it or like that's why we're not doing it. They haven't said anything about it because it's embarrassing that you have asbestos in your house, you know. <laughs> it's embarrassing. So nobody wants to mention that.
2: Yeah. But uh Smackdown then takes Daniel Bryan keeps
1: Daniel Bryan motherfucker Brian, dude I, I was uh well. w- w- it popped up on my youtube timeline it was the full match the full adam cole daniel bryan match from the survivor series build up Last yeah. it was around this time last year. Fuck when everyone was stuck in Saudi. What when yeah when everyone was stuck in Saudi. Um fuck that match was so fun that match and yeah. I that whole
2: SmackDown was awesome because like half the roster was gone half so the, the roster really was guy.
1: NXT and and yeah. and I mean the people who didn't go to Saudi like you we like everyone like we, we like the best. yeah all these good wrestlers <laughs> with with Daniel morals. Bryan Sami Zayn <laughs> Alistair Black versus NXT and yeah it was, it was awesome. and uh, yeah when when Daniel Bryan brian takes that he takes that uh panama sunrise or that last shot panama sunrise combo and uh i fucking miss that guy dude i miss that guy
2: yeah we want you back we know he's not hurt i think he's just being a dad for now but he'll be back daniel brian
1: cannot wait for that to happen
2: and he's also one of since the 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 brand split back in 2016 him and Carmella are the only two people that have stayed on their original brand every year.
1: Right. Well, he was, of course, such an integral figure with Talking Smack and being the yeah. GM of that brand. Uh, he's almost, you know, at this point, yeah, synonymous with uh, with SmackDown.
2: Yeah. A good pick. A good stay. A good, yeah, keep. Agreed. <laughs> uh, but then moving brands, we got Raw taking Matt Riddle, who's, yeah, you know, at least he wanted to fight Corbett or anything. So. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and then as we were just talking about earlier Smackdown picks Kevin Owens so he's going over there so uh, yeah some new, some new stuff Sami Zayn's there reunite with your buddy I don't know but uh, final pick of the round Raw takes Jeff Hardy so yeah new look for him new brand I don't think he's been on Raw in a little while
1: new look new brand I think he was on Raw last and it was a shake up and he was US champion I think if we, uh, if, we, if we can go back a couple of years, I believe it was kind of like a Hardy for Miz, you know, cause they were both, uh, yeah. they both held their respective <laughs> titles.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, and speaking of the Miz, him and Morrison are in the ring for Miz TV, not the dirt sheet, even though it's the same damn thing. But,
1: <laughs> but we, we already made the sign. So we yeah, have we to, made u- the sign. we have the graphic ready to go. Yeah. Uh, so we might as well use that.
2: They as well. Uh, they talk about heavy machinery being split up, and Ms implies that he has connections with the USA network to cause that as well. So,
1: well, he, let's bring out our guest. He does, of course. If you're watching season three of Ms and Misses, uh, uh-huh. premieres on the <laughs> premieres on the he USA network. Clause. Yeah, uh, so I
2: get two draft trades along with my uh, money. Maybe,
1: maybe that. I wonder if Ms. and Mrs. is what is in the post. Or, like, the pre Raw spot. We it have, was,
2: uh, I think it was in the pot. No, I don't it has know. to be was some,
1: somewhere in there.
2: <laughs> but uh, they've got guests to bring out Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke. Uh, Mandy just calls Ms. Petty for separating her and Otis and trying to ruin lives. Ms. Mo questioned Dana and Mandy's friendship, but they're not taking the bait. They all get interrupted by Lana and Natalia because they think they should be the ones getting interviewed. Everyone just trades insults. There's a brawl going on. Uh, yeah, M- Mandy and Dan, I don't know. We go to a break and we come back and they're still out here. Miz has a backup guest, the uh, the mayor of Slamtown, John Morrison. <laughs> but uh, as Morrison starts speaking, that piece of shit, Lars Sullivan comes out. Again! Again! he Miz just bails, so Morrison's left to get beat up on his own as he watches. By Atlanta. the freak! freak which they said about a dozen times
1: he's well yeah they gotta they gotta say it they gotta say it adam cole was, or sorry not adam cole michael cole <laughs> was just wishing that uh he, he could have been to say the freak
2: yeah but we got some stuff to sort out backstage adam pierce he's got the new day he's got the street profits he says gentlemen i've authorized a title exchange between these these teams since we've stopped, you know, let's make it official. You swap. We got so close. It was almost like they were ready to fucking <laughs> touch. You know, the
1: uh, what's it called in Dragon Ball Z when, yeah, when two they, like, people. Morph. Yeah, like morph together. That's how we got go yeah. trunks. Okay. They were about to do a <laughs> go trunks. We were so fucking close. But no, it didn't happen. But Adam Pearce, uh ma- making decisions back there.
2: Yeah, or at least relaying the messages. But uh, I wonder if this counts. Is this a new title reign for each team? So it's a different belt. Yes. If you okay. go to, I mean, it should, I guess. Uh,
1: I, mean, I, I mean, I don't know. If you go to <laughs> uh, a Wikipedia, where you know there's sort of accurate representations of who source of all knowledge. Who's? Oh, at this point, Wikipedia is fucking true, okay? It is, <laughs> the, it is. At
2: this point, they have enough people making... It's been scientifically shown to be more accurate than the Encyclopedia Britannica. Are you serious? That's real. And I bet, upda- you know, updated on a better... Because, yeah, you can update it within seconds. And... Sorry. No, 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 no. (laughs) So, you know, of course,
1: because of course there is a difference between days, the the, uh, real days they've held the belt and days recognized by WWE. Those are all different numbers. So now those have switched, but under the column of sort of how they won it, it is described Mm -hmm. that they just got it by swapping. So currently both of those teams are only, they're on like a four-day reign.
2: Yeah. Well, for New Day, it makes sense, but Street Profits, they were having like a... 150-day reign or Street something. Street Profits. Like so they got to reset.
1: But you know, so reset, but still undefeated, of course. Uh, Street yeah, Profits, yeah. got to shout them out. Uh, they're uh, 224 days as the Raw Tag wow. Team Champions. They are the first team to hold the Evolve Tag Champions, the NXT Tag Champions, the Raw and the SmackDown Tag Champions. They're the second tag... Uh, Triple, Triple crown. crown winner within WWE, uh, like these guys have been huge, even though they've flown directly under the radar.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's see how they do on the Blue Brand.
1: Every, but the next every, round,
2: everyone does a little bit better on SmackDown. <laughs> it's just, it's just been the better show. It's been for, been year, last, for years, for years now. Months. Yeah, yeah, consistently. Yeah. Uh, next round of the draft, though, Raw takes Retribution. So that's a big five-for-one deal. But like we said, Mercedes is not a part of that five-pack.
1: Like we said, yeah. five-for-one, though, still. Five-for-one deal. Um, Why would – I don't understand drafting a group whose main objective was to disrupt the entire company. This, because this sort of goes back to their, remember, so they were Retribution and they didn't give a fuck. And then Dijakovic was like, (laughs) we signed contracts. And then it was like, who would sign, what company would sign you to a contract if they knew your objective was to fuck things up? It sort of seemed like to me, because we had gotten a little bit far down the roster at this point, I was thinking to myself, I don't think Retribution is going to get drafted and that's going to be a part of it. You know, they're going to come and fuck shit up even though they're not even on the, they're not welcome you know, on Raw or SmackDown or wherever they ended up. It was it just it was a weird choice for it to be phrased that way.
2: Well, you know, back in the day, uh, Stone Cold would come out and beat up McMahon, get arrested, but McMahon would have him back the next week.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's fun. So, you know, sometimes chaos is good for your show. It brings eyeballs, brings attention. That's a good point. The train wreck. Uh, people love a train wreck, you know. People love watching... Um, uh, Britney, Britney Spears, shave her hair. Britney Spears, shave her head. Uh, uh, what else? <laughs> what's the uh, What's the guy? That was, what's the Baywatch dude's name?
1: Hasselhoff eating that Hasselhoff burger, drunk in a cheeseburger,
2: <laughs> yelling at his daughter.
1: You, know, Clay, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yelling at his daughter. Um, like, ah, don't give out <laughs> the cheeseburger, Baldwin just falling yelling at his, all over his daughter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the is a mess It's a mess There's a bun on the ground The patty in his it's hand It's almost as if Hasselhoff's never
1: eaten a cheeseburger before It's like dude <laughs> you gotta keep it all together man yeah. uh, I've never <laughs> been burger fallen apart drunk <laughs> I've been drunk before You know I've yeah. I've, had, I've, ser- br- I've had some nights where I've had a few too many But my burger always yeah. stays together as it were
2: Yeah either I eat it or I forget about it
1: Or you forget about it when you wake up in the morning And you have some old yeah, crusty like burger. burger And you're like ah oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> gross And you feel like shit
2: I remember I woke up once and I had a jar of peanut butter with a kazoo in it <laughs> that I guess I was using as a spoon. I guess
1: you are using the kazoo as a spoon. I certainly yeah, remember. Uh, I certainly remember waking up a morning on Sororan Avenue and having uh, a
2: bunch of chocolate bar wrappers yeah. in like in <laughs> in right? and amongst
1: my blankets.
2: <laughs> yeah, some little you know those 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 snackable nights. But uh, let's go on here. Uh, <laughs> Because up next, SmackDown takes Lars Sullivan. He's got to go somewhere.
1: I uh, someone someone's got to take him. He's a freak.
2: He's a freak. But uh, Raw takes Keith Lee. Who, who knows? I don't know. At this point, I wish he was just back in NXT.
1: Yeah. It, um. We still, we still don't know what the hell happened there, of course. Uh, and and kind of compiled with the Karrion and cross injury, it almost feels like ah oh, fuck Keith Lee came up yeah. here for nothing.
2: Yeah, he could have just been still championing, but uh, SmackDown takes or keeps King Corbin because eh, whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, I, you know what, dude? <laughs> Love Baron Corbin's got it.
2: He's, you you like him more than most. I think.
1: I like him in the sense I don't hate the man. I like I like him in the sense that he makes a lot of money. <laughs> to lose like and and lose every single week and get time on the microphone and get to be different characters i, I don't know you gotta i gotta you gotta respect somebody who can uh kind of pull that off and the deep six looks pretty good <laughs>
2: yeah he's got a couple good moves.
1: I, I, that's saying, yeah when aj sells that deep six or the uh the end of days yeah that move slaps
2: it's a good move. It's a good move. Uh, what else is a good move? It's the final pick of the round, because Raw's taking Alexa Bliss, so she stays with the Fiend.
1: Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh,
2: but then Seth Rollins comes out to give his farewell to Raw, his final Monday Night Mass. But uh, yeah, he's just putting himself over until Jeff Hardy comes out to interrupt him, and Seth just says, get out of my ring. But Jeff's like, nah, man, I'm on Raw. This is my ring now. So Seth's like, yeah, well, you're going to have to fight Lars Sullivan on Friday, sucker. And then he just leaves. And then AJ Styles comes out. Gives a quick little jab at Seth. He's like, ha. Hey, it was never Monday Night Rollins anyways. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. AJ moves on to Jeff. But then Seth walks back. He wants to fight AJ. And Hardy's like, fuck that. So he just attacks them both. He wants a triple threat match. Which we just get right now the bat. Hardy, Rollins, Styles. Uh, yeah. We are having a good match. Everything's going well. Uh hardy hits a twist of fate on aj but then elias makes his big return out of nowhere smashes a guitar on hardy but there's no dq because it's a triple threat so styles takes advantage of this covers jeff gets the three count he'll take the free win free win man uh that was great yeah it's nice fun match
1: and elias is back and Elias is back um you know because of course as if we can, if if you can kind of dial it back a few months possibly even a year at this point the long time we saw elias was due to uh some like vehicular manslaughter on jeff hardy or yeah. something to that effect well it was
2: an alleged dui that i think Seamus conspired i don't know there
1: was yeah but you know a reason to uh to to get re- want revenge
2: yeah yeah i mean yeah elias was the forgotten victim in all of it uh he didn't get pissed thrown on his face like seamus but still (laughs) thank god uh but the next round of the draft, raw takes the man we just we're talking about elias he's going to raw uh and then smackdown this should have been an earlier pick they take intercontinental champion Sami Zayn. so keeping your champion
1: yeah that yeah it's weird when yeah a champion is selected so late yeah, in the round, you would yeah. just think it would almost be easier to be like, "Hey, you're they're fucking stand on their brands, like it's everybody else is in the draft pool." It feels like it almost yeah. would have been easier to say.
2: Oh, then we couldn't have got that tag swap.
1: That's a good point. We couldn't have gotten the uh, the <laughs> goat the goat trunks moment.
2: The goat trunks, uh, but Raw is taking Lacey Evans, so she's coming back, and then SmackDown keeps Cesaro Nakabara, so at least they're smart enough there, two for one. And then final pick of the round, Raw takes Sheamus.
1: Okay, that's great.
2: Yeah. <laughs> then we get some tag team action here. Lana and Natalia taking on Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. And once again, Lana, she's looking good in these few moments they give her, but she's here to eat the pin. Mandy hits the C trigger, tags Dana in. She hits a senton bomb off of Mandy's shoulders. And that gets him the pinfall.
1: You no, know, and I'm going to say an improvement from recent Natalia lana tag matches.
2: Yeah, no, I'm liking everything that they're, they got going on here. Uh, but after the match, Natalia's fed up. She tells Lana, this isn't working. I'm done. So poor Lana. Can't catch a break. Uh, but at least she wasn't put through a table here.
1: At least, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. At
2: but least. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll see. <laughs> because <laughs> backstage Ricochet approached the Hurt Business. Says, I got a proposition. I'll take one of you on if I win. We go our separate ways. No more fucking around with me. But if you win, I will join the heart business. So Cedric Alexander accepts the bet. I like that. I like it. Uh, But in the meantime, Angel Garza taking on Andrade, hopefully for the last time. They go back and forth. Garza hits the wing clipper, gets the win. Um, Zelina Vega was on commentary. And after the match, she goes to check on Andrade. But then the lights start to shut down. It's the Fiend. No! It's Alexa Bliss. And she's on the rope. She's doing the thing. She's hanging upside down in the corner. Just smiling at Vega and Andrade. And they go to back up. But then the Fiend pops up behind them. So the Fiend grabs Andrade. Bliss grabs Vega. And they both hit Sister Abigail at the same time. And then they just both crouch on in one knee and just stare at each other as we go to break. But I love it. As the camera fades to black, thank
1: God fucking Garza Andrade will never see each other again. Sort of seems like, um, you know, maybe Zelina Vega is coming back to Andrade, you know, in the manager type role. And then a possible, I mean, if this is any indication of anything, it may maybe a mixed tag match between these four.
2: That could be okay as long as, uh, yeah, just Fiend and Alexa destroy them.
1: Well, of course, we'll need to see we'll need to see a byproduct of Alexa Bliss's and the Fiend's kind of cohesion as a group. So a mixed yeah. tag seems to be like the most...
2: Uh, and that could, uh, you know, I think Vega's probably the only woman on the roster shorter than Bliss, so she can actually like do power moves against
1: Yeah, her. it's <laughs> like they're both like the same size. And it's like, okay, you and I yeah. can kind of do shit now. It's not everybody against <laughs> Naya or everybody against yeah. Tamina
2: or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this Fiend Bliss, anything right now they're doing is intriguing. So, much so. I'm down. I'm down. But <clears throat> we got the fifth round of the draft here. Uh, Raw takes Nikki Cross. So there's still that in the background, which is, you know, her and Bliss. That'll always kind of be there, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, hasn't been overdone yet. So uh, SmackDown takes Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode. Uh, Raw picks 24-7 champion Our truth even though that belt float around doesn't really matter nah, it doesn't but, matter uh smackdown takes apollo cruz so thankfully he's finally done with the hurt business and then raw ends the round with Dabakato, kato shane mcmahon's favorite
1: and the only like free agent drafted
2: the only non yeah kind of i mean anywhere. he was uh yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> But uh, let's get a championship match going here Because Kofi and Xavier Defending their newly given Raw tag titles against Rudin and Ziggler And uh, yeah you know the match was fine But New Day's not going to lose They just got it uh, But they did change their finishing maneuver Because no Big E to do the You know the thing To do so. the big ending <laughs> Yeah. So they, they just had Xavier do like a backbreaker While Kofi does a double foot stomp off the top rope And uh, yeah that They win they retain
1: And so far, the night absolutely delivered on the actual wrestling, which is so rare. I mean, both shows, you know, and kind of SmackDown, Night of the Draft, and this one, was some fantastic wrestling.
2: Yeah, yeah, pretty good stuff. Uh, We get another Cedric Alexander taking on Ricochet, and they're just having this good athletic contest. Uh, Cedric hits a Michinoku driver, Ricochet kicks out, but when he does, Cedric falls backwards into the ref. Which disables him. So uh, MVP slides a chair into the ring, but Ricochet intercepts the chair. The rest of the Hurt business jump up on the apron. The ref is coming too. So Ricochet pulls the old Eddie Guerrero move, slams the chair down onto the mat, then tosses it into Cedric's hands. Then he just falls down, pretending he got hit. And the ref buys it, rings the bell. Ricochet wins by DQ. So now Hurt Business got to leave him alone. They agreed.
1: They got to. They got to, you know, and they're businessmen, if nothing
2: else. You got to abide by the rules of business. <laughs> uh, but the final round of this year's draft, Raw picks Titus O'Neill. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then SmackDown selects Carmella, who, like Daniel Bryan, like we've been there ne- four years going. Never huh? left. Never left. Uh, Raw takes Peyton Royce. So she's still split. SmackDown takes Aleister Black, who I mean, come on. How you taking Titus O'Neil? Yeah, how are you (laughs) falling this this low? Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's 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 embarrassing. That's absurd. Uh, And then the final pick of the night, Raw closes out with Akira Tozawa. So him and Truth can keep doing keep doing their thing. Uh, We'll have a couple more picks at Raw Talk, which alls give you at the end there but uh we got a cross brand battle royal match going on here a woman's battle royal the winner gets a shot at oscar's raw woman's title uh but before the match can even begin naya's out there she's just cutting a heelish promo so everyone gangs up on her uh team ups yeah teams up on her and shayna oscar's on camera commentary she's loving it uh yeah, so Naya at first she's just doing the big she's eliminating a bunch of people, Tamina, Billy Kay, all of them. Uh Asuka on commentary. I liked her. She's rooting for Mandy. Mandy and Dana and call them the sexy muscle friends. <laughs> she's like, oh sexy muscle friends. Yes. But uh <laughs> unfortunately Nia Jax eliminates them both. So she's racking up four eliminations. Uh so the ladies all gang up on Naya. They're trying to dump her over the ropes. When Shayna Baszler comes over and helps them, eliminating her own partner, Naya. So Naya's pissed off. She sees Lana nearby, who is also in the match. She grabs her. Once again, Samoa drops the poor woman through the announce table. But I'm still loving the running gag. But <laughs> yeah, Lana. Uh, but in the middle of the whole entire match, we just cut backstage to Orton and McIntyre, who just, they're still fighting. They're still fighting. Still? apparently oh my god um,
1: we can and i know we can't even keep the fucking camera on the women long enough we're like oh okay we need to we need like a break
2: yeah.
1: uh let's go to drew and randy before we cut back uh
2: <laughs> yeah we do cut back though to the battle royale where Shayna Baszler she thinks she's in control when the est bianca belair just picks her up by the shoulders dumps her to the floor looking strong Uh, but Ruby and Liv are working well together. They eliminate Belair, so we get down to the final four. We got Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, Lacey Evans, and Natalia. And the Living Riot, they're working together, but then Lacey and Natty, they just counter them. They eliminate them both simultaneously. So we're down to Lacey Evans and Natalia. They wrestle over the top rope. They're hanging on the edge of the apron. Uh, Lacey goes for a Hurricane Rana, but Natty catches her swings her around, slams her into the ring post, and Lacey just falls hard to the floor. Hard. A big bump there, but she's eliminated. Natalia, she's... No! Lana! <laughs> she, has, she has not been eliminated. She went under the bottom rope. She's back. She comes in from behind, kicks Natalia to the floor. Lana wins. Lana gets the title shot next week. And I'm saying, give her the belt. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying?
1: <laughs> of course, see, I think that's how we end the show. Lana's beyond disbelief.
2: Well, yeah. So fuck you, Natalia. She doesn't need you. Uh, it wasn't quite how we ended the show because as she's celebrating, the fight between Orton and Drew continues. Oh,
1: yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I forgot <laughs> about that. I thought, uh, uh,
2: yeah, you know. They couldn't even let her celebrate the biggest win of her career, but uh they brawl, they get separated, and that's the end of the show.
1: And then that's the end of the show. Okay, great. Um, yeah, interesting story. I gotta say, you know, not Natalia and Lana. They can't win when they're together, but uh, apart, you know. And then only for Lana to stab, you know, Natalia in the back after she, no, after Natalia she, dumped her after she you know after she walked out on her. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah you know, after she so got, it's not a
2: stab, it's a fair. Oh, it's strike.
1: Oh, okay, right. It's a. Uh, it's just a, a retaliatory. Revenge self or self-defense. Self yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, weird, I got to say, that's a weird booking direction. sort of feels like, right? We sort of like embarrass Lana for a month or two and then no, nobody drafts her. Wow. Well. And, and now she's taking on the women's champion. I just find it hard that this could not be one-sided. I find it hard to just picture that.
2: Well, let me talk about Raw Talk. Oh, Raw Did Talk. You any clips? No, Did you see any clips? No, but you can probably tell me what happened and I'll understand. <laughs> okay. Well, this is worth watching, at least this one clip, because Lana herself was on Raw Talk and she cut one of the promos of the year. Uh, in in a Russian accent or just speaking? No, this was okay. shooting. This was real. She was literally, she was bawling at first. Like, she was so emotional. Real tears, because this is like her first actual, well, this means something. She just won a, a main event, Monday Night Raw. Yeah. She's been treated like shit the whole year. She's talking about 2020. It's been rough for all of us, but, you know. And then she starts to kayfabe it through the real tears. She's like, I've gone through two divorces. I I moved here from Russia to pursue the American dream. And dreams do come true. So, Asuka, you better be ready for Lana. And I'm ready. For Lana to win the belt, I mean, after this promo, it sold me.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll check. I'll check out this promo <laughs> unless <laughs> Lana's been secretly working on her in-ring ability that we just haven't seen, and then this match is going to happen against Oscar, and it's going to be like a four and a half star match. Like if that happens, hell yeah. I just I don't want to see Oscar lose in a in a match that I know she was clearly the strongest competitor.
2: Yeah, I don't think she will lose. I just.
1: Yeah this just we're we're still long. we're still waiting for that that woman on equal on level with Asuka to truly come in and be, and threaten her for this title. Yes. I think at one time we may have thought it was Peyton Royce. Um well, uh, there's tons of women in NXT who I think who I think could meet up to the challenge, right? I mean unfortunately Amber Moon is gone, but Rhea Ripley,
2: Asuka, that match would be Bomb. Yeah. Yeah. There were no uh, NXT picks this year. No,
1: I, very surprising uh, that there wasn't a single just,
2: one. Yeah. I guess they just get called up whenever.
1: Yeah. I guess, you know, I mean, they just
2: got to go to a different place, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, yes. they're, but they're, that's uh, it. That's it. Yes. Levy, uh, the supplemental picks yes, of the please. Raw talk. So Raw does take Lana there. She is a part of the Raw. Uh, and then Riddick Moss, Arturo Ruas, the Raw Underground fellas. They're staying on Raw. Uh, Grand Metalik and Lindsay Dorado are coming to Raw, so they're officially split from Kalisto. Uh, Eric of the Viking Raiders was drafted to Raw, but Ivar's just hurt, so he's gone. Uh, and then SmackDown took Natalia, uh, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Billy Kay, Tamina, Zelina Vega, and Chad Gable. They're all
1: SmackDown. There you go. Chad Gable. Great to see Chad Gable grab. But Zelina yeah. Vega split up from Andrade.
2: Good. Uh but the only undrafted well, we actually uh, man, speaking many of Andrade, undrafteds <laughs> Well, there's according to the graphics of the pool, there was only two undrafteds. Uh Andrade and Mickey James.
1: Yes. Mickey James, what happened to her? Um also Andrade
2: though. Of all the people.
1: Yeah, somebody who was literally just like in a match. Of course, names who went undrafted. Uh besides the, you know, once in a while show ups. Uh, yeah. Becky Lynch, n- nothing. Well, oh, of course, yeah, she's on maternity leave, but you know she'll have to come back. She'll come back to a show. She will. Uh, I mean, maybe not. never No gender. Thank you. Um, <laughs> those were the two kind of names, that, and then like Brock Lesnar, or my kind of.
2: Yeah, he's never drafted.
1: But again, yeah,
2: he's so like, who the fuck knows what's going yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, d- uh, yeah, gender. He's not even worth it, I guess.
1: Well, you know, he's still there. I think he's rehabbing something. Uh he's always rehabbing he's always something. Right? Re-habbing something. <laughs> but there you have it. That was night 2 of the 2020 uh WWE Draft. Episode 1, season 2, episode 1 kicks off, uh, I guess, two parter. It's a 5-hour season premiere um mm-hmm. on both on Friday and Monday and that'll be great. The Brand Burn Invitational is resetting and then immediately being used because we know that we have this match between Roman and Braun who are now on separate brands. Uh but Braun is He's he's got to burn it. He's burning one brand-to-brand Invitational Yeah, I guess so. and I mean he has three Discrepancies already with raw underground kind of thing So Braun <laughs> Strowman yeah. doesn't know what the fucking rules are as long as one of us are here to kind of keep this all in check My that maybe that's what Adam Pearce is for. I don't know yeah, uh,
2: he, he, uh, He's a man of many
1: jobs <laughs> Mike, I think it's a good time there for us to take a quick break. What do you think? Let's take a, take a break. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back with we have our 1 year anniversary show of AEW Dynamite. Of course, we have NXT and we've got some trivia, so stick around. Let
0: you,
2: yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let brother brother, yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let yeah, let brother brother, yeah.
1: Ah. <laughs> what? Huh? What are you yelling about?
2: Nothing. Oh, That's I- my greeting.
1: Oh, it sounded like it sounded like you were saying like uh like you, you know like like some like a uh, like a cup of water was about to fall off the ledge and you're like ah. <laughs> like no,
2: I was doing that, huh? huh? Like, what do you say, huh?
1: What do you huh? say, Shanny? Uh,
2: uh. Acting like an old man. Ah. Uh, uh, now,
1: yeah. what did you say?
2: <laughs> See those new Raptors jerseys?
1: Uh, what? Like just unveiled or unveiled this morning? Uh, let me Google. Yeah, check check them out. So, brand new uh, home, away, and you know, that kind of like that third alternate jersey statement, as they always
2: call it. We the chevrons.
1: Yes, the chevron is back, people. Of course, I'm looking at it right now. Of course, oh yeah, of course, the jersey. The chevron, you know, originated from the jersey that the Raptors were wearing when they were crowned NBA champions. It's a very important logo, uh, not only in the history of Toronto sports, the franchise, Canadian sports. I think in general, I like them. I would, uh, yeah, I like them. I think they're nice. I would never buy the white one because I would get it dirty. Um, yeah,
2: no, I uh, <laughs> but the other I, two look I would great. Always go Color jerseys, <laughs> the other two look great. Uh,
1: I already have a black Raptors jersey, so if maybe on the maybe in the uh, in the forecast, the red one could be on my radar.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at the the red with the black stripe, and the, I love how. So does every team once you win a championship, you put that thing on your jersey?
1: Yeah, it's a little uh, notch at the back. A yeah, little. with
2: the number. Does every single team that's won a championship have that?
1: Yes, and it has the number of championships you've won. Yeah, no, I like that. But I like it's, that. I, I like that too. But it's in uh like like English font. I I wish it was in Roman numerals. I don't know why. I think it would oh. look. Coo- <laughs> I just think it would look cooler if it was like yeah you know, you know V or you know yeah V 11 or V I I.
2: I mean, it'd be. I mean, once yeah, it might be running out of room though.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I guess uh the Lakers are at XV2, XVII. Yeah,
2: yeah so. that's that's you're taking up a lot of space that's there.
1: four four characters, exactly. It's uh yes, so certainly um those those jerseys are nice and if you buy them, yeah, you'll have that cuz not every team has that little golden ring. Not every team's got
2: it. No. No, it's a nice prestigious honor. There's I like it. There's
1: probably seven or eight who don't.
2: Yeah. Uh, NHL Twenty One. Are you getting it? <laughs> uh, probably not. Ooh,
1: why? Bad call. <laughs> Bad call. It's great. Um, no. The thing with Chell for me is, uh, that I, I like doing the, uh, the team the the team you know like the card team.
2: Yeah, the ultimate team.
1: The ultimate team and uh squad battles, right? Because I'm not an onliner. Because I'll lose. I'm not that fucking good at shell, right? So I'm well. So I'm only going to play it for that one purpose. Now Matt um, would play it online. That would be his yeah. way to do it, right? But he's never going to play it enough to like to truly enjoy it, right? Because if he loses, he's like, oh, "Fuck this!" You know, then we're not going to. He's not going to play it for <laughs> a week and a half, and then you hop back in, get a couple wins, and then you know, and then a hard fought loss, and you're like, "I'm not touching it for another <laughs> two weeks." And then it's kind of like, "Ah, now do I like it that much?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well, the new mode, I think you'd like the the hot rush mode where it's all three on three and it's oh, that's more, cool. rela- more relaxed. You know, the, there's ones where you, you don't have to you they, like they give you the cards. You can have like an Ovechkin and make your own little three team. And, but everything cool. you do still progresses towards the other shit. So, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it would be like give me that kind of game mode, but with uh three on three arcade gameplay.
2: It's basically three-on-three arcade without the power-ups. Without, like, the sport. Like, there's big hits. There's no penalties. You can just level people I out.
1: I move.
2: <laughs> yeah. Little, little goalie. Little goalie. <laughs> yeah, that was a great game.
1: <laughs> that One of the best hockey games.
2: And if you do pre-order it, which you have one more day to do, you get <laughs> NHL 94 Rewind for free. Oh, that's fun. Which is the original one with updated rosters.
1: See, we're on the fence, or I think we don't know what we're doing in the PS5, PS4 debate. We also well, we also don't know what we're doing there. Uh, Matt's got a job now, and before where he, he expressed interest, like, we'll just fucking wait it out and play PS4. Now we have expressed interest about buying the PS5 instead. <laughs> So uh, we haven't pre-ordered anything though So maybe you know, it would be probably like a couple weeks after the game come out Before we bought it But then we were just thinking to ourselves like, fuck Like, buying the console is one thing We would need to then buy a second controller And then even like two games Now we're running up an extra 300 bucks
2: Oh yeah Right? That's why Xbox You know, Xbox, the old controllers work The old <laughs> games work, everything's
1: good Oh really? Oh, well, yeah. we've been buying the games in the, uh, the online store lately so I think our, our, our second question was, if we buy it on the online store on a PS4, would that translate, would they just give us the PS5 version? That was like our second question.
2: See, on Xbox, yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. Okay, well, you know, <laughs> if, if they do it for <laughs> right. one console,
2: I would... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. Anyways, anyways love talking games with you, Mike. But you know what? I also love to. I love, I love talking wrestling with you. <laughs> of course, of course, of course, because of course that's what the show is. You know, it's the Shoop Brothers. It's the Shoop Brothers Wrestling Podcast coming up on one hundred
2: episodes. The big old hundo. The
1: big old hundo. We're going to get a cake. It's going to have three little numbers in it. <laughs> They're going to be lit up. Uh, everything's going to be great. But, Mike, you know what? Uh, it's been another great show. it another great week of wrestling. Uh, fuck, I just want to get to this. Wednesday Night War, because I had so much fun. <laughs> I had so much fun watching Wednesday Night War. When do you watch this stuff? I'd, I'd love uh, to know. I'd love to shoot on that. I'd love to know your kind of schedule.
2: Yeah, I usually watch it at night. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, depending on when we're shooting and how busy I am, but uh, if I can, I'll just watch NXT and Dynamite back to back. But I watch it in much less time than it would take to watch it on television.
1: Of course, yeah. So you I'm and-
2: skimming entrances. I'm skipping recaps. So
1: yes, of course. But um, and I'm I'm a morning viewer.
2: Yeah, you're the morning viewer. So. Yeah, I'd, uh, yeah, I don't think I ever like. Even when I'm up in the morning, I don't think that's never wrestling time.
1: Like it's become such a great. <laughs> it's It's, beca- it's become me. such a great tradition for me to to wake up, open the blinds, you know, make some coffee, you know, uh, stretch a little bit, put on Monday Night Raw, SmackDown. It's be-, it be it's become such a nice little thing to do.
2: Yeah, for me, it's like the end of my day. I'm winding down and mm. watching my wrestling.
1: The, wine? the beginning yeah. of
2: the day, I'm turning on a video game. I'm ready to get my mind firing. Oh,
1: Those you want...
2: synapses, my reflexes. <laughs>
1: get the reflexes.
2: And then like I'm cooking at the same time so I can pause my game, go get my food. Oh, you are running
1: back and forth? Oh,
2: well, uh, you know, if I'm like, all right, I know I got 10 minutes before I got to go. Uh, the boat, the water's boiling. not sure
1: You do know the exact <laughs> amount of time it takes to make uh, things.
2: Anything. yeah. <laughs> you do know that. You but yeah, so yeah. Every television show I never watch live, I always watch later on just because I don't need the commercials, the bullshit, but the pay-per-views are always live on the spot.
1: You know what? A couple of weeks ago, Matt was at a friend's place and it was Wednesday and you know, or it just kind of all worked out, you know, it was a, it was seven fifty seven, and I was sitting to myself, I'm like, I'm going to watch dynamite live. I was kind of like, you know, it was kind of, like, it was great. It was great. It was like yeah, a fun. Yeah, I mean, experience. I would watch
2: it. Like if we were hanging out on a Wednesday, I'd be like yeah, let's watch. Let's Dynamite.
1: fucking watch Dynamite, baby. Oh, yeah. that would be a
2: lot of fun. Yeah, I would be. Uh yeah, no, it's just out of habit. But yeah, pay per views, takeovers, all that stuff I try to watch live.
1: Yeah, that's the yeah, that's that is sometimes difficult, just depending, yeah, if I would have been yeah, working. You know we have
2: things to do sometimes. There's lives, there's family events, there's all that shit.
1: But see, not watching a pay per view live, it's a double header now because that means you can't go on Twitter or Instagram also.
2: Yeah, I know. I can't even open my I've had accidents before. You can't where, like, open your Instagram Discover page. <laughs> yeah. I just open Instagram and it's like someone holding a belt I'm like Ah <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, I didn't, you're trying to convince yourself, I didn't see that, I didn't see that, I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, exactly.
2: I didn't just see to... that, I swear.
1: <laughs> I think that happened with me with something, too, and it was that, uh, it was, remember when AJ Styles beat Jinder Mahal for the WWE Championship in England?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think I saw that somehow, at the time as well.
1: I, I think it was that, I think, I can't quite remember, but it was, yeah, just kind of like, oh, I was, you know, nothing to do at work, open Twitter. And then it was just like, yeah, AJ Styles, new WWE champion. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, did I, was I in a coma? What the fuck just happened? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's happened a couple of times. So you gotta stay off of socials. It's uh, more
2: Yeah, if you don't times. want to be spoiled, it's very yeah wrestling is you know you can still watch it enjoy it after but like in the moment there's nothing like it
1: and i do appreciate the instagram accounts whose first you know they have like sliding images and their first page says potential spoilers on a big hexagonal shape stop sign
2: yeah but sometimes lo- the headline it. spoils it, anyways.
1: I love those. Sometimes it says potential spoilers.
2: I'm like, great. Yeah. I di- but I'm it'll knocked- say like new champion crown, but it won't say who. But there's only one title match. You're like, ah. Oh,
1: and no. that'll, that's what will happen <laughs> on Twitter is that if if let's say you know hashtag all out is the top trending thing, uh, they will have like a little GIF sometimes of maybe a big spot. Or unfortunately, uh, yeah, yeah. sometimes somebody's hand being raised with yeah. the belt in it. <laughs> and I remember there was one, I don't remember who it was, but it was one of, it was in AEW's like kind of year and a half of living
0: mm-hmm.
1: where I, it may have been the Hikaru Shida. Ch, ch, no, I watched that live. Fuck, I can't quite remember. Somebody happened somewhere and then it was just them getting their hand raised. by by uh, ref aubrey i'm like no (laughs) you like come on that's the worst video to play just pay oh my god
2: yes we uh, we like to avoid the spoilers
1: that's my gripe that's my gripe mike okay let's keep moving on because nobody wants to hear us talk about spoilers
2: I think people, most people. Some okay. people love the spoilers, but, what's, you the, know, time what's the fun? What's, what's the, the time
1: the frame on a spoiler for you? Outside of the world of wrestling, if we're talking movies or television, like, what is what is the the time frame? How how do you judge that?
2: Uh, I don't know. I guess if a movie is, like, I don't know, if it's still in theaters. Mm-hmm uh yeah so
1: you're maybe like a short window like if it like if it's been three months like sorry dude like yeah uh, Darth Vader uh, no, is Luke I, Skywalker's I father dude it's been long
2: enough yeah stuff like that like if someone hadn't seen the movie get out I probably wouldn't I wouldn't spoil the ending or anything like that I wouldn't spoil the ending of any movie for someone but that's like a recent you know get out
1: Yes, that is is more recent. You're right. Has there been enough time for somebody to... Like, I
2: know lots of people that wouldn't have seen it, and it wouldn't be, like, common knowledge. I don't know.
1: Of course, right? If you don't go to the movie theaters too often, and then a movie pops up
2: on the streaming service that you don't have
1: where would I be in a position to see that right but you know maybe something like
2: but if you don't know like the end of like seven or something that's been around for a while
1: and that's what that's my next question you know especially if you're our age if you're 30 years old and a movie's been out for 25 years you've (laughs) had the time you chose not to
2: yeah I don't think one part I don't have the power to decide the time limit it's just cultural
1: I think seven. I think Sixth Sense is another good one. Yeah, Sixth Sense. Um, it's too.
2: It's too. It's too relevant to not know.
1: It's been too. Yeah, <laughs> like I see dead people is too much of a reference for you to yeah. not have looked into that if you were at all curious.
2: Yeah. There's a bunch of movies that I've watched knowing the ending going in and I still fully enjoyed them. It didn't really.
1: Of course. Like, like it's my if,
2: fault if, that I didn't see it 20 years prior.
1: Yeah, that. exactly. I, I had this coming, you know. I mean, I'm fortunate. I, I think you and I are fortunate enough to remember many movies what we were genuinely shocked by, which we would now consider, you know that Edward Norton is Brad Pitt the whole time. Yeah. Uh, but, I, but I remember when when I saw that and I found it out. That was one yeah. of the craziest, one of the fucking craziest moments of my life. One of the craziest oh, yeah. moments of my life when you found out that, oh yeah, by the way, one thing I love about The Sixth Sense is that as a viewer, it was more plausible to us that his wife ignored him than he was actually dead. That was the craziest <laughs> surprise. I was like, oh wait, his his wife isn't ignoring him. He's actually dead. Uh, that was insane. That was insane. I remember that. <laughs>
2: good film good film
1: good m. film it's not film night m night babies. he's coming back with another movie i hear uh yeah, he's still in the game he's, he's still, still in the, the game. game still rocking the game uh mike let's keep moving on because this isn't a film talk uh spoiler movie pod by the way spoilers we're sorry um if well. you actually haven't seen the sixth sense but mike <laughs> i think we should keep moving on in the show before we get to this uh this every title belt on the fucking line uh, year anniversary of AEW Dynamite. Let's play a little bit of trivia. Trivia. Woo! Trivia. Woo! Let's play. Mike, I have four questions for you this week. I got four for you. Oh, that's fun. I'm going to kick off the uh, questions, then we can go back and forth. We're talking draft trivia. Ooh. A little bit of drafting because we've seen drafts happen over the course of WWE for many years right? You know, so Mike, uh, today we're going to be looking at uh, those who were the first picks of the draft okay. um, Of course, uh, we know, uh, so last year, I mean that's an easy one Fucking Becky Lynch went straight to Raw, uh, Roman went
2: straight to SmackDown um,
1: you know, So we're not even going to bring that one up, that's a little too fresh in our memory
2: <laughs> you say it was easy. I don't even know if you I don't remember said, that
1: one. Oh, I remember. I that. mean,
2: I remember, but I like because Becky's been absent. I might have taken me a minute to remember Becky.
1: Well, Oh, well, that's okay. That's okay. We're gonna keep moving on. We're gonna move on to <laughs> other drafts. Then I'm sorry. I thought yeah. that was uh, no, no, I, no, no, no. It
2: sorry. might have been. By, By the way, way we're talking already. drafts, not shakeups, and not uh, not like a beer draft. Where
1: <laughs> okay, so I was <laughs> when I was thinking about what to do for trivia. I did have it was too difficult for me to get you to answer them properly but they were gonna be about the different kinds of drafts so yeah like <laughs> a beer and then like like a draft of like a letter you know like a rough yeah. draft I was try, I couldn't quite get like enough like an questions. Army draft. an army draft that was the other one I couldn't quite <laughs> get enough question like to, I don't know
2: Those, I get it. That would have been fun.
1: Uh, That's thing I couldn't get. The questions were the funniest part because the answers were all draft. Yeah. Uh, So it really would have been. It would have been more for me. It Could have been like
2: a Jeopardy style where I have to give the question.
1: Oh yeah, that's. (laughs) Um. Oh, answer these in Jeopardy style.
2: Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, exactly. I give you the answer. Uh, you give me the question, or just say what? Yeah. Or just say we, what, should yeah. we should do that. We should do that. We should do like an actual Jeopardy style. Yeah. Uh, we can have the thing.
2: categories. That'd be fun.
1: We could do that. We could do that for maybe episode for 100. the hundred. Hey, hundred. Hey. Yeah,
2: that'll be. Yeah, that's that's one of them. Yeah.
1: Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Okay, so let's go. Uh, we're going to July of 2016. All right. All right. Okay. Where. Uh, Monday Night Raw had the first overall pick, but did not pick the WWE champion. So my question for you is, who were the first two picks of the 2016 draft?
2: I'm going to say first was Seth Rollins. hmm And second was Dean Ambrose, the champion. Oh,
1: couldn't have said it better myself. That was our little 2016 trivia.
2: Sweet. Um. Uh, I hear some sort of tapping. Is there something shaking on your end? No, I don't think so. Okay. Maybe it's just a tap. Uh, anyways. Yes. Good stuff. Draft trivia. That's not what I got, though. Uh, last week, I gave you some wrestling nickname stuff. Uh, but we're still in October, so I want to jump back to the Halloween, the fun, spooky trivia.
1: Spooky trivia. Yeah.
2: You know, uh, I'm one of those people. I love, I love it. I love the month. I don't really do much. I don't dress up or anything, but I watch the movies. I have fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I am. Uh, I think last night I, I did Saw 4 in my every October. I like to watch all Seven Saw movies.
2: Yeah. Um, I've been uh, watching The Haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah. You know of it?
1: I've seen that uh, pop up there. You like it?
2: Yeah. I'm liking it a lot. I like the first one as well. The Haunting of Hill House. Oh. Well, it's not related narratively, but same people.
1: Same stuff. Yeah, excellent. Okay. Uh,
2: but anyways, that's not what this is. Uh, this is just going to be, yeah, just horror movie trivia once again. Okay. So let's start off. Uh, Megan Fox stars as a possessed high school cheerleader in which horror film? Um,
1: fuck, yeah. It's called Something Dumb. <laughs> and it's two words. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, it's called, I think one of the words is um, uh, like a name, the name of the character. Fuck, yeah. and it's two words. It's like blah blah, <laughs> like Annie's revenge or like Rebecca's the death. No, no, not death. Not that bleak.
2: <sighs> yeah, she possesses. She's a possessed high school cheerleader.
1: Megan Fox yeah nothing's coming to mind. I know it's two words I know it's um I'm gonna say something like that so it's character its character's name is the first so like yeah mm-hmm. Annie's and then second word is yeah revenge I'm gonna say An- I, I know <laughs> it's not it, but I know I'm I know I'm on the fucking doorstep
2: <laughs> yeah yeah uh what we were looking for is jennifer's body jennifer's
1: body oh yeah, yeah. i wouldn't have gotten that in a million years i fucking i knew it. I, just, but you know, I
2: but you recognize
1: i saw that at a movie theater in Newmarket, ontario
2: wow i feel like that was like 2009 yes
1: yeah, yeah yeah so it sort of would have been in that victory lap year yeah. i can picture the poster <laughs> where she's sitting on uh, like a, like a bench uh, mm-hmm. like with like high heels and like her legs crossed. I can picture the fucking. I can see it.
2: Yeah. No, I don't even know if I've seen the whole movie, but uh, I just figured it was, you know, something. something. Yeah, it's something. So we don't. <laughs> All right,
1: Mike. We're still talking trivia, is of course, because uh, drafts specifically. Um, back in two thousand eleven. Did you know it was only shakeups between 2011 and 2016?
2: Yeah, because the, the brand was, wasn't even split, wasn't it? Was not, it?
1: A single, not a single uh, draft, only shakeups. Anyways, yeah. uh, back in 2011, SmackDown got themselves the first overall pick. Um, however, their pick got drafted back to Raw seven picks later. Who was it? Um uh,
2: 2000, 2011, you said? 2011. SmackDown picked first overall, and it got drafted back to Raw. Is that what you said? Straight back to Raw. Uh First overall pick, 2011. Who was on top in 2011? That would have been like WrestleMania 27-ish. Uh... Guys like, I mean, Cena and Batista were still around. Uh, The Miz was getting his big run. Who else was? uh, mm, I guess Triple H, The Undertaker, were still wrestling. But Undertaker never went to Raw.
1: You're on the doorstep. Uh, You've said the name. (laughs) If that helps. In 2011,
2: they got drafted. First, and then went to Raw after you said. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let's go. Batista.
1: She said the other guy it was John Cena. Ah. John Cena was drafted by SmackDown and then, like, traded to Raw like, right after. So it was this weird thing where all the matches on the night were to, there were a bunch of matches to determine, like, how many picks you get.
2: Yeah, I do remember that.
1: It was very, it was, it was very bizarre. So, you know, like, SmackDown won a Battle Royal to get a pick, and then... Yeah, who the fuck knows what was
2: happening? Yeah, there's been many different formats. There's been years where it's just like random. It's just like, spin the wheel, and then whoever it lands on, that's who you get. (laughs) Uh, All right, my next spooky trivia for you. Uh, We've talked about these films before, so I know you've seen them. So uh, in the very first Friday the 13th film.
1: Oh, we're back to... (sighs)
2: Okay. What? What's wrong with that?
1: Nothing, 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 nothing. We're back to Jason Uh, Voorhees.
2: Okay. Okay. Yes. I loved it. Uh, the very first Friday the Thirteenth film. Okay. Which future Hollywood star is stabbed through the neck with an arrow? Fuck! I don't know this one.
1: Ooh boy! There's, like, there's
2: a big name Hollywood star that was in the first movie.
1: Okay, because you know it what? Does. I mean the because uh, certainly the Johnny Depp murder
2: is that was uh, a little I, more. I, yeah, I, I hold more that known. I
1: hold that near and dear to my heart.
2: Uh, We know you don't like Johnny Depp. We
1: know how I feel about Depp.
2: Yeah. This other guy, I don't don't know your feelings on this man. I will say it's a man. (sighs) Uh, But you do know him. He's famous. I'm sure I do.
1: No, you know what? It's not. uh, I I don't think of. Yeah, nobody in that movie I remember as being
2: like. Can you picture the famous scene? He's like sleeping in his bed. The arrow comes up from behind through his neck. There's all this gore.
1: I think I can. I think I can (laughs) picture it. Yeah. But nothing comes to mind. Uh, I'll,
2: g- I'll give you a super hint. Okay. A super hint uh, because it was Canadian Thanksgiving this past weekend. Oh, thank you. Uh, I did mention it's one of my favorite films, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. You, and you, you've,
1: w- you've said that a couple times, actually. actually. It's well known. <laughs>
2: it's well known. It's a well known fact. Uh, but within that film... In one of the opening scenes, there's a man who Steve Martin races for a taxi. Oh, I <laughs> Do you remember that?
1: No, I don't remember well, that's that That's a super hit. Okay. That's, so that's, that's a harder. super hit. That's probably deep. even harder.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, right. I, 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 I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I'm going to say some Hollywood <laughs> hunk. Some, some cutie. Some, ho- some 80s uh, hunk.
2: Yeah. All right. Let's just say it is Kevin Bacon.
1: No, no shit. That's cool. Oh no shit.
2: Yeah. The in, the Hollow Man himself.
1: <laughs> the Hollow Man <laughs> himself. You know I am uh, I am That's another hormone. 2 degrees from Kevin Bacon. 2 degrees? Yeah, I was at a resort one time and I mean they could have been lying cuz they really didn't gain anything <laughs> by lying. But uh yeah, it was like one of Kevin Bacon's homes or something like that. That uh, is their neighbor. Oh cool. <laughs> so, I mean, if I just tr- take them for true, which like I just will because I don't gain it. Yeah, nobody gains anything from this story. Uh, which would mean that Mike you are 3 degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Uh, I mean, you know, that's pretty cool. Okay, Mike, we're still back on draft trivia. Ready for it? Yep. In 2010, only a year prior. So, you know, we're we were back on this yearly draft thing. Uh, SmackDown once again had themselves, or I guess for the first time, had themselves the first overall pick, Mm -hmm. uh, to select a female superstar in 2010, in 2010. Uh, however, I'll give you a little hint. Uh, 10 years later, she would become the first female 24, seven champion.
2: Okay. So it's, uh, one of those legends, First twenty four seven female. I'm trying to think who was all around. There was like uh, Tori Wilson, Stacy Keebler, Michelle McCool. Uh was? Uh, huh? Were you going to say something? No, no, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> was that a hint? Yeah. No, I you're you're
1: you're you're in you're in the ballpark. I heard
2: a slight inhale. That's
1: you're all. in the oh I'm sorry. No, you're in I'm the, in the, in the you're, park. You're in the ballpark.
2: I'm in the park. I'm in the park. Uh, (laughs) That's still surprising that one of them would go first over all in 2010, you say? In 2010, I dare say. So I was... Yeah. Hmm.
1: She's also a one-time Divas champion, if that helps.
2: A one-time Divas champion. Only one Uh, time. So I'm going to say... What was the thing about... Oh yeah, twenty four seven champion.
1: Twenty four seven champion. It was that episode, uh, the Raw reunion.
2: Yeah, there was a bunch.
1: There was I a bunch of them. Started. You're you're on. You're in the ballpark. I know you're there.
2: So it might have been one of the names I already said. Uh, let's go with. uh let's try Tori Wilson.
1: Tory Wilson. You should have said the other Tori Wilson. We're looking for Kelly Kelly. Kelly Kelly. ah. Yes. The first overall pick in the 2010 draft. Uh, of course, yeah. Later on in that that faithful day in Tampa, Florida, she would go on to win uh, the 24-7 championship along with Drake Maverick twice, Alondra Blaze, Million Dollar Man, Candice Michelle, Gerald Briscoe, Pat Patterson. Yeah. That's a lot of and that whole Mike Can- Maria Canellis thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just hate just looking at this. Be talking to Wikipedia pages for belts. I hate looking at the uh,
2: 24-7, 24/7
1: t- title.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, Anyways. moving along here. <laughs> Let's keep going. Yes. Uh, I will say I do... I do favor a lot of older movies in these trivias. So.
1: You do. Yeah, we're kind of we're stuck in... Yeah, we're in a the 90s. Classics. Yeah, over.
2: But, you know, there's still time in October, so maybe there's a reason. Maybe the new stuff comes at the end. Who knows? It's a good point. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but in the meantime, let's go back to the classics. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. You love it. Johnny Depp dies. You can't not love that. Uh, but the man who kills him, Freddy Krueger was played by the same person in all the original movies. Do you know that man? Uh yeah that guy's name is Robert Englund or England. That is correct. I think it's England but I I don't know if I've ever heard it spoken so. Englund. It's like England with a u England
1: with a u in there
2: somewhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, yes. I definitely I yeah I definitely know that.
2: That yeah, guy's see, dude, you know that.
1: I, like much like holding on to a role
2: like yeah that's money like yeah because there's been like eight different jason actors and of course even tommy jarvis switched faces like three different movies in a row
1: well dude so there is seven (laughs) saw movies okay yeah and john kramer died in the third
2: and he's still popping up
1: yeah he's in four five six as flashbacks that they he still has to film because they're not like he flashing back to scenes
2: yeah and a corpse Like autopsy. They're doing like the autopsy. Well, yeah in
1: four he well four is real That's when I watched last night really where they kind of carve into the John Kramer Backstory of the whole thing they bring in his ex-fiancee and then the whole story with her the miscarry uh, Like sort of how it all began and that's where they start playing with time also
2: I've heard that the third one is highly praised for its accuracy when it comes to like the brain surgery and stuff like that oh really the way she's like uh, cutting into a skull to like cut out the piece i have to relieve relieve pressure pressure. yeah yeah no i've heard that that was they're like wow that's medically accurate that's cool kind of thing huh yeah no maybe uh you just wait maybe we'll have some massage
1: who knows i hope so i hope but But in the meantime big expectations there for me to get them right (laughs) uh okay your final your final draft question uh we're going to again just a year before the 2009 wwe draft um which took place in april uh that involved all all these brands raw smackdown ecw also
0: kicking
1: still kicking around um (coughs) however the first uh, for the first time ever, my mistake. Sorry. The United States champion was selected uh, with the first overall pick going to Monday Night Raw, and eleven two, years and eleven years later, he's still hanging around.
2: In two thousand nine, the United States champion was drafted first overall. First overall to Raw or SmackDown? What? Monday. Sorry, to Monday Night Raw. Okay, and he's still kicking around. Nine years later. Well, Nine, Eleven, 11 years. years later, yeah. So, um, okay. 2009. That would put us at uh, WrestleMania 25, I believe. So who is the US champ around that time? Uh, I want to say the likes of uh i mean i don't i hate to say his name chris benoit was still around at that time uh finley was mixing it up for the u.s title but i don't think he'd be a first overall uh u.s champs booker t was doing shit with that uh but U.S. title. These are weird ones. Like, why the hell would that be first overall? First
1: overall pick. I'll give you a hint. Uh, if you want to look uh, a little bit further, uh, Triple H, the WWE champion at the time, was drafted five picks
2: later. <laughs> wow. What the fuck? Weird, eh? So it must have been one of those like random drafts or something. I don't know. Do you have any context to these drafts, or you just see the order of the picks?
1: Um, I have, or or like how the draft came to be. Yeah. I'm yeah because I'm not...
2: there were some where it was just like random. Like it would just like roll the dice and you'd get whoever.
1: Uh, Oh, like how the draft was set up? No, sorry. I don't have.
2: uh, Uh, So let's just go with someone who was U.S. champion back in 2009. You know what? I'll just go with someone I haven't said and say Matt Hardy.
1: Matt Hardy would have been a good guess. Matt Hardy was the fourth overall pick in that draft. You were so close. No, Mike. I think you—you were. F- I think you were too focused on the first half of the question. You know, I mean, of course, Maybe. this United States. Oh yeah, who's champion, still around? It's Eleven not years later, still likes to hang around. The miss. The miss. Oh, you're so close. You're circling. We were looking for <laughs> none of- other than MVP. MVP.
2: Oh, of course. Yeah. He was he was a big staple of that US. Yeah, coming from SmackDown to
1: Raw with the very first overall pick, yeah, four picks before uh, Triple H was five picks before yeah. CM Punk. I mean, Mysterio's down on the list.
2: I don't even see John Cena. Yeah, so surely there was
1: something odd, there. eh? Yeah,
2: sorry, I'll try to get more context. Or sorry, context. No, no. no. I mean, I mean, I'm just
1: saying. <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> My final question for you. <laughs> We're sticking in the world of <laughs> what we've been sticking with. Uh, another Nightmare on Elm Street question. I'm sorry. Yep. Okay. But this is another one. You know, it's pop culture pretty much at this point. So I want for you to recite to me the Freddy Krueger nursery rhyme. Oh fuck! The thing that like oh, fuck, that he
1: always says in
2: that. Yeah, I'll give you. I'll start you off with one two. One two.
1: Oh. one two uh yeah it's it's in that tone of the like one two buckle
2: my shoe it's in that yeah.
1: like scheme
2: <laughs> i think you can piece together a couple of these
1: yeah and it's all about it's like the rhyme happens Fuck. it's like yeah one two one two he's coming for you three four I wanna well, look, look? Run out the <laughs> door. Five, six. Uh, I can't get this one. Five, six. Pick up sticks. Nine, <laughs> ten. You dead all over again. <laughs> it's something to this effect. You got a couple words. I a couple got words down. Okay. Yeah, it's in that scheme. One. I mean, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Me say like one, two. He's coming for you. Three, four. Lock your door. Five, six. Pick up sticks. <laughs> nine tens,
2: uh, wake We skip something, I mean, though. Oh, oh, seven,
1: eight. Did we skip seven, eight? Fuck. Yeah. Seven, eight. Uh, <laughs> don't be late. nine, <laughs> nine ten. Uh, wake up again
2: or like i'll start start <laughs>
1: over again or something
2: yeah i mean you got like the rhymes but the the pieces <laughs> i mean i'll just give it uh, it's one two Freddy's coming for you
1: okay i, I think i had he's coming for you
2: yeah, i'll give you that, okay, that, was close. that. Okay. <laughs> three four better lock your door you were pretty i was much going that. I was close uh, five six, grab your crucifix. Oh, so it's not was, pick up sticks. <laughs> no, not pick up not
1: sticks. Pick up sticks.
2: <laughs> and then seven eight, gonna stay up late. Stay up late. That's a good one. Nine nine ten, never sleep again.
1: So oh, okay. Yeah, right. it's. um I can picture the scene. Yeah, the uh, like. There's like those th- the three ominous girls <laughs> in, yeah, in the white dresses in. playing jump rope.
2: Yeah, and I think it's you know it's a recurring song. That yeah. pops up in the franchise
1: Yeah, whenever um, whenever Freddy Krueger's victims Are running through that like, Dark basement
2: Yeah, there's that's a, how you know you're sleeping
1: That's how you know you're sleeping, there's pipes on the wall <laughs> A lot of yeah, pipes, a lot of steam I don't know what's pumping What they're pumping out of there Like, <laughs> like what oh, the rest of the building does
2: so, yeah, It well, can hurt you in real life
1: Well that's the worst part Is yeah. that you can't <laughs> run away
2: Nope that was great. Uh, that was it.
1: That was all my trivia. Hey, that was a lot of fun. I can't wait for more uh, spooktacular
2: trivia. Maybe <laughs> I should uh, find a way to all incorporate
1: that theme all of my own. Who knows? Uh,
2: oh, we got uh, we got like two more October episodes left. So. Okay. That sounds great. So, there's time. That was a lot of fun, Mike. Let's get back to the
1: wrestling, though. How does that sound? You know what? Let's uh, – because it's such a big deal, yeah, be it uh, – Because the 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 Wednesday night, you know, there were kind of these two shows. One had a bigger deal to it. Let's save that till the end. We can kind of end on a bang uh, with our big dynamite episode. So let's flop over the channel. Who knows what's going on at 7 p.m. on USA Network? Uh, Who knows? Who knows? It could be some pretty good television, but if you keep that on the same channel come 8 o'clock, you're going to see uh, some pretty damn good wrestling. You're going to watch some NXT.
2: NXT. But what does it mean? But don't. I don't know, but, but don't, it's but some but good don't. wrestling. Boom, so boom. NXT. But watch and see to tap gotta count
1: Where so. I think we just kind of, because of course we have this. What, Halloween Havoc is two weeks from now? Yes. Yeah, okay. There's plenty of time. Uh, So, yeah, Halloween Havoc's two weeks from now, and I think we just kick off the show right into this tag action.
2: Yeah, the Undisputed Era. They just come out, they cut a little promo talking Adam Cole selling some broken ribs. From Ridge Holland attacking.
1: Well, yeah, Undisputed Era. Adam Cole nowhere to be seen. Uh, mm-hmm. Kyle O'Reilly kind of playing the
2: Yeah. The leader the, uh, role. Yeah, he's the one talking on the mic, and he says that he himself will be cleared to compete next week. So uh but yeah, Ridge Holland though. We we found out after the show last week that he fucked up. I mean, we knew he was fucked up, but yeah, left ankle dislocated fractured, dislocated right knee cap, a bunch of torn shit all around it. Everything. Everything's all uh, messed up for yeah. that kid. But it's been a bad week for uh, Dak, Dak Prescott, too. Had a very similar injury. Yeah, that I'm one sure looked good, too. That. Oh, the camera
1: got right in there.
2: Did you see when he, like, stomped his foot back to try to, like, get it back oh, in no, place? I, I uh,
1: love watching that shit.
2: Vicious. But, uh, yes, we're here for a tag match. Bobby Fish, Roddy Strong taking on Danny Burch and One Lorkin in a number one contenders match. So... Yeah, we just got some good old classic tag team action. Uh, yeah, nice double. Roddy Strong, he always sells a good DDT. At one point, they do this like double team DDT, and he just straight on his head. Roddy Strong's good at yeah, what he does. They're all good. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, they fight back. Roddy hits his big knee, gets three count. So they will challenge Bree Zongo next week hmm. for the titles. Bree Zango.
1: Is that about it? Is that about it?
2: <laughs> That's it. Or wait, is uh, this going to
1: happen next week or at next the week, Halloween this Havoc? This is not for the show? Havoc. Okay. Okay.
2: No. okay. So I'm hoping that Undisputed Era wins, and then we can get a better match for the Havoc.
1: Interesting. I mean, yeah, we can. All, you can always throw it back on the Undisputed Era. That's uh It's been a fallback for yeah. many years. I mean, just,
2: I just want something to happen to those tag tank teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do get a little quick update on Finn Balor as well. Uh, he had surgery on his jaw apparently like his tooth was lodged into his broken bone and they put three plates and screws inside. Did you see the picture they showed? It looks pretty like his, cool. It
1: looked like his bu- it, it looked cut like,
2: open deep. It looked like his
1: mouth had uh like, like like a like a bike like chain. Like a bike chain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm glad you thought the same yeah, thing. It was like a bike inside. chain they used to like a uh, strap this all together. Uh, yeah. Okay, so cool. so he is still the champion.
2: He's still the champion, but they, they say that we don't know what the stat of Regal's going to give it a few weeks before making a decision to Be, address.
1: Because I wonder, it does raise the question. I mean, that looks
2: pretty gnarly, it, having that put in your jaw. Uh,
1: it really does, right? But it does kind of beg the question, you know, if you if you know the diag, they definitely know the diagnosis of what the fuck's going on. But I guess it's less time than a car- like a carrying cross type injury. It was clearly long enough that they're like, we can't keep it on you, we have to take it off you. Yeah, uh, but it's not as th- it's not as if Triple H and, Sh- you know, they they know exactly what like Finn Balor's recovery time is probably looking like.
2: Uh, I would imagine. So yeah.
1: Do you think this is a decision we make? Would that maybe add more stakes to the Halloween Havoc episode? Because uh, it sort of seems like we have to take the belt off Finn. Like there's a bike yeah, chain uh, in I his think. mouth. <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't think he's going to be taking. Yeah, some. Yeah, so maybe that'll be the, the night they'll be like, all right, let's have a number one contenders or even a title match tonight. Even a title odd.
1: match tonight. And I think, yeah. yeah, who, and then the who, Well, and if, if that happens, we'll, we can talk about when it does, but fucking Ciampa's in there, Dexter Loomis is in there, Cameron Grimes, a ladder match of some, I don't know. We can, you know, we can <laughs> suddenly make these stakes
2: huge. Yeah, there's a lot. Maybe nobody wants to touch that belt right now. It, is, it sort
1: of seems like it's cursed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, not I guess. Uh, yeah, our last two competitors uh,
2: go down. that's what they get for calling up Keith Lee and treating him so bad. <laughs> it's like the payback.
1: You deserve it.
2: Uh, but we get uh, some in-ring action. Ashanti the Adonis taking on Jake Atlas, and just a quick little match here. Atlas gets Adonis with the inside cradle for the three count, but then right after Legato del Fantasma come out to attack them, but they uh, they get fended off. So Escobar comes out to help, but then Swerve Scott comes out to help the other guys. So they all leave.
1: It's weird when these guys have matches together because I th- I'm pretty sure these are all 205, like quote unquote 205 live people. Yeah. But I feel that like they never watches. mention it. <laughs> they like never yeah, say They never
2: it. even show like angles or videos from that show. So.
1: And it almost makes it feel like the cruiserweights, um, you know, these few just sort of are all cyclical. The way that they'll just sort of keep going around. Yeah.
2: And we have no idea why. We're like, why is Ashanti? We barely even know this guy. Why is he teaming up? But
1: No, I because I I I mean, well, even guys earlier on in the show, we had Oni Lorkin and De- uh Oni Lorkin's a 205 live dude. Ah. Huh. I know that. Yeah, but he he he
2: floats around. Oh, he, oh, he's he's one of the he's <laughs> one
1: of the best in the business, don't get me wrong. He's great. Uh yeah, yeah I think this belt should be on the line for the Havoc.
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, maybe a,
1: like a three-way uh you know, a fatal four-way uh threat a Halloween hexagon Halloween hexagon uh, which is <laughs> they wait they're in a hexagon
2: or there's six of them just a six
1: there's just, yeah. just six six pack no that's called the yeah. six pack challenge <gasps> well
2: yeah that's something else In
1: <laughs> that's so that's something else entirely uh, yeah. but yeah hopefully <laughs> that can happen
2: hopefully uh, we get a quick match Austin Theory Johnny Gargaro, Gargano Gargano uh, Theory puts up an okay fight but Arcano hits one final beat gets a win picking up steam
1: yes um Austin Theory who I'm still constantly surprised isn't British I don't know it's like every time yeah. he speaks I think he should be British <laughs> well it's just like the Thatch man he, he, oh yeah Thatcher you also you also think is British but he's no he's too gruff American yeah.
2: uh, <laughs> uh, I think We go backstage and Raquel Gonzalez is talking into the camera. She challenges Rhea Ripley for Halloween Havoc. But Rhea's in the background. She's like, hey, I accept it. Now what? They just go face to face, get pulled apart. So there you go. We got that matchbook. We'll get it. We'll get it. But uh, we got a match with more on the line right now. Shotzi Blackheart is taking on Candice LeRae. Winner gets a title shot against Io Shirai at Halloween Havoc. And, yeah, this was just some just some great woman's action here. Shotzi does her weekly bump on the side of the apron. Not as scary this time. It's just like a little, just a face buster. But uh, she does eat a big German suplex off the second rope as well. She's just such a tough girl. I love it. Uh, but Candice hits her big Cabrada moonsault, gets a two count. Uh, Shotzi fights back. She's hitting a bunch of cool moves. Her submissions, she just does the coolest submissions. But... Uh, <laughs> Eventually, Candace is thrown out of the ring. She walks over to the barricade, where Indy Hartwell appears and hands her a pair of brass knuckles. And Candace is able to clock Shotzi in the head with the knuckles behind the ref's back and pins her for the three count. So Candace gets a title shot at Halloween Havoc, you dirty cheater. But at least Shotzi still gets the host.
1: Yeah, this was, uh, you know, just another just the whole night was just bang on so far.
2: Yeah, it was good. I'm loving, you know, Candace and Gargano. They're having a great thing going and Mm -hmm. now bringing Indy Hartwell into the fold. It's it's good for her. She's barely, you know, she can become someone now.
1: Yeah, it's good for everybody. And yeah, it's not Shotzi Blackheart's time yet
2: not yet she'll be champion one because day, it's not no her time doubt.
1: because it's not her time to lose yet you know like i mean sure she lost this number one contendership but you don't want to just kind of go to a championship match and then lose it yeah like ruby yeah. remember the ruby riot ronda rousey that's a lot of R's. uh <laughs> yeah you, yeah you yeah you you pop off and you win a uh you win a number one contender match but then you just fucking lose, yeah. and meet,
2: lose? Nah, no fun there and she did just fight eo a few weeks ago anyways i think
1: just had that, yeah. The super yeah. one, or maybe it was like the Super Tuesday or something like that.
2: Oh yeah, part one. <laughs> uh, but then we go backstage. Drake Maverick, he's just pitching all these tag team branding ideas to Killian Dane, uh, the fur, the fury, and the furry. And I don't know. <laughs>
1: he's, what what I what I don't <laughs> understand about his body hair is that like or God,
2: it's so patchy.
1: Yeah. And it's like, I just pray that doesn't happen to me. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like that's half uh, of my concern. It's like, oh my god, like if
2: alopecia of the chest, like if
1: that happened to me, what would I do? What would I do if my hair grew um, in these like clumps that just kind of yeah. dread
2: slightly? <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, and I have a fair, like, and
1: I have a fair amount of body hair.
2: Yeah. To kind of, all, it's like the field at uh, Tropicana Field, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, with their shitty turf it's not real grass you know the real grass is all even yes oh I see this is see like a bunch saying. of patches just put down
1: I see what you're saying I see what you're saying
2: <laughs> uh but anyways Robert Stone comes out with Aaliyah I think his only client he's got left
1: I, yeah who knows who knows how the
2: how the RSB?
1: Do- he's an up and down what is it, the RSB uh, yeah, how's the RSB the RSB doing? <laughs> yeah
2: he's here to cut a promo about that um uh, but unfortunately Aaliyah his client has taken on Tony Storm so it's uh yeah, Tony. Great to have her back on the brand. Only twenty-four. Well, she's younger on than the I brand for looked. the first time. Yeah, I mean she's yeah she's a UK girl, uh, but she's here permanently. I hope. So Tony Storm, Aaliyah, twenty-four years old. She's got a long career ahead of her. But uh, yeah, this match was just a nice little quick showcase. She gets the quick win, hits the storm zero. Looking good. Good to have her here.
1: Um. Yeah. I guess the com- um.
2: They kept putting it- who does commentary now? Tom Phillips. Tom Wade Barrett? No, is it Vic Joseph? It might, Wade Barrett's one of them. I don't them. know. It's been a bit of a rotating pool. A bit of a
1: rotating pool. They're trying to sell us on this whole thing. Uh, they kept they kept saying she you know she's been out of competition for eight months. She has ring rust. I'm not sure if that's the story they were trying to tell us. Um, um, I don't know. It was kind of this vibe I, I kept know. getting because it wasn't it wasn't really like a squash. She didn't really get much offense in there.
2: Yeah, it wasn't a squash, but it was quick. But it was quick. Yeah, it was kind of like this weird thing between the two.
1: I just noticed this this week also. I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast before. Um, Especially after we had Tony Khan on camera kind of a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was like two weeks in a row or something. Does it look like does Robert Stone look like Tony Khan? <laughs> yeah,
2: he like does. does it look like th- Very much so
1: he, like and now I'm just and then I kinda went back and I was just picturing the way that you know he was getting run over by Shotzi's little mini tank
2: yeah. and things like that. And like <laughs> the
1: imagery of him like pleading for mer- for mercy, being yeah. stuck under a little fucking RC car. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think Robert Stone is supposed to look like Tony Khan. Or be a
2: Tony. I don't know Khan if he's supposed of... to look like him. I, th- I think he just happens to look like I
1: know, him. No, I I don't know. I think I think that's I think this. I'm just I saying. Think I think they just have a, a similar face. You think they okay? You think they just happen to look similar? You don't think that this is a conscious? Like Robert
2: Stone was a person before he came to NXT. He was still Robert Stone. That's
1: a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know, I don't know, but they do look oddly. I, I do they think do. they look
2: very much the same, but I don't think it's intentional. Or
1: it's like whoever, like the Robert Stone guy in kayfabe looks like Tony Khan normal. <laughs> like that's what it is. I bet like the guy, he would take off, he probably doesn't wear glasses or something, maybe wears his hair different, <laughs> but it's like the Robert Stone character looks like just what Tony Khan looks like walking around. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I, I I can agree with that. Whether it's intentional or not, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know, we don't know for sure.
1: Hopefully we'll find uh, out. I'm shooting on that one too. I'm shooting on that one.
2: <laughs> That's a whole other shoot meter. That's there, a shoot yeah. meter. Oh yeah, uh, we haven't
1: brought out the shoot meter in a long time. I'm I'm I'm, I'm hot on that one. I'm hot on that one.
2: Well things all right. All right. <laughs> I we forgot about it it, I for forgot that. about
1: the shoot meter.
2: Well things haven't been as crazy. And they really haven't been I mean been. they've been just consistently okay. Yeah, they're good.
1: <laughs> Consistent WWE consistently okay
2: uh but let's go tag team imperium taking on drake maverick and killian dane and you know dane's just you know he's still just being the party pooper he doesn't want to listen to the music he's drake's running around doing all the work when dane gets taken out thrown into the steps uh so drake's left on his own and imperium hit the imperial implosion and get the win so uh and then after the match ever rise comes out uh getting drake's face and beat him up but Killian Dane knocks them both down. Tells Drake, "Nobody hits you but me." So come on. And then Drake's all pumped, and he goes with his buddy. So he's coming around. Dane's coming around.
1: How can uh, how can NXT so easily create an interesting tag team?
2: Yeah. Where and the main rosters make it likable in like a week. Seem, yeah,
1: it's like been a week <laughs> and they lost both times, uh, yeah. and we somehow like these guys, which is yeah, which is great. You know, I mean, you can have you know opposites come together, overcome some adversity, and then in, in the end, realize uh, yeah, 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 they should be together for it. I don't know. Um, whoever's sitting there on Monday nights. Fucking move over to. I don't know. Figure it out. Yeah, you, you know. Wow, what
2: I'm yeah. it, all, it starts at the top, and we all know be, who that is,
1: of course. Because as we know, you know this NXT tag division also feels kind. I don't want to say de- empty or depleted or anything, but
2: it's different than what it was a year ago. Yeah, there were there was an era where the NXT tag titles were like the hottest title on the brand. The most prestigious
1: thing you could have won, right? But now of yeah. course with guys like Everize, we have Imperium now here uh on speed and half of Imperium. Killian Dane and this kind of Drake team. Uh yeah, we'll still need another team or two.
2: Yeah, you know, we got Legato del Fantasma, they can do their shit. We can rebuild this division. This God
1: damn it, let's rebuild this division.
2: Yeah. So, hopefully. But Main event time. We got Damien Priest. Ah,
1: uh-uh, that's not his name. The archer. No, no, we went over this. We went over this, Mike. Remember the 38-year-old. 38. Year old. It's 38-year-old 30, <laughs> Damien Priest.
2: We need to get a birthday check too. Who knows if he's he could be almost 39.
1: Uh, what do we have right here? No, we uh we actually missed it. September. September is his okay. Birthday, so, so fresh,
2: young, 38. A,
1: a new a 38 in two months and one one month.
2: <laughs> so he's here to defend his North American title against Dexter Loomis, who, you know, he, he was supposed to be in that ladder match, so he deserves a little shot. Yeah. Uh, and Priest, though, he knows why he missed that match. He's targeting that that ankle, so they have a good little back and forth. Uh, Loomis is in control when Cameron Grimes shows up. <laughs> he comes running in and hits the big cave-in stomp on the edge of the ring behind the ref's back. Uh, Priest takes advantage and hits the South of Heaven, I think they called it, which was just like his sit-out choke slam. Oh, cool. Uh, and that gets the three count, retains his title. So as Priest is celebrating, he's on the ramp when Gargano nails him in the back with a chair. And then him and Candice are just kind of standing over when Regal walks up behind him and says, All right. All right, lads. Uh, <laughs> Halloween Havoc. <laughs> <laughs> at Halloween Havoc, the two of you are gonna have championship matches, but the stakes are gonna be higher. But don't take it from me; take it from the host of Halloween Havoc. And then Shotzi Blackheart rises up from this just cauldron of just smoke. another stage. Where standing. was this stage all along? I don't know where
1: I was. Like where did this come this from?
2: Was, yeah, remember the uh, when they had the balcony for a little while?
1: Oh, the balcony at the PC the podium,
2: of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, she just rises up from this cauldron and. Uh, Let's Johnny and Candice know that at Halloween Havoc, both of their matches are going to be determined with a spin the wheel, make a deal. And then this giant virtual wheel shows up on the screen. And it spins, but it doesn't stop. So I guess we'll find out later.
1: So it's like second. a so it's like a wheel of
2: steps. Wheel of stips. and I do have the stips here if you'd like to do see. You you pa- you paused it. I have the steps here. If you'd <laughs> like <to see. laughs>
1: Yes, please. I'd uh, love to hear them. Okay, what are they?
2: So, of course, we have a good old casket match.
1: Casket uh, match, yeah.
2: Clasket. Yeah. A biker's chain match, which not as exciting. Okay. Uh, buried alive match. Haven't seen one of those uh, in a while. Well,
1: I said Mania. Mania was kind of a uh, we got a uh,
2: bonya. Match. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Uh, boiler room brawl, which is the Freddy Krueger. Which
1: special. sounds was pre-taped, yeah.
2: <laughs> pre-tape uh Shotzi's choice which could literally be anything mm. uh then we got a weapons wild match which i guess just a regular hardcore uh trick or street fight which i, same thing. I caught
1: that one that was uh just a good pun
2: <laughs> trigger street yeah uh we got a blindfold match which those are never very good <laughs> no it doesn't sound like uh that. chamber of horrors match which i would love to see that's like an old like wcw gimmick with like the electrocuted cage or something. Oh, or the, cool. Maybe the electric chair in the middle. I don't know. Uh, we got Devil's Playground match, which again, probably just a bunch of weapons. Uh, the old school coal miner's glove on a pole match, which I think we talked about a while ago on this show.
1: We did. I want well, anything on a pole.
2: Yeah. But the coal miner's glove, that's like it's heavy, real right? old school. Yeah. But they just use like a painted gardener's glove. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and paint then finally, paint it black <laughs> yeah uh, the final step was TLS which I guess tables, ladders, and stairs or scares, or I don't know
1: scares, I'd like that one, scares. that'd be funny
2: so who knows, spin the wheel though that'll be fun, we're gonna get at least two gimmick matches two
1: gimmick stipped matches uh, which will be which will be appropriately r- appropriately ridiculous
2: yeah, I th- I'm just
1: looking I to think for. it I think for a Halloween themed thing
2: yeah. So that's two weeks from now. And uh, that was our NXT. That
1: was our NXT. What a great show. They really just kind yeah. of like uh, matched. They did a good job match, of just building towards Halloween Havoc. Yeah. They really are kind of pushing toward, I mean, what? It feels like we had seven matches on this show. Maybe we uh-huh. did. Well, let's move over to the other brand because, of course, like we said, there's a celebration going on.
2: A celebration, another one. Uh, we uh, one
1: we're week. just celebrating everything on AEW. Uh, <laughs> isn't that great?
2: We're just so, uh, just, we're ce- just enjoying life. Just, or having wrestling. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah well, I love that we're just acknowledging all the things that we've achieved, and just patting ourselves on the back like we do here on the podcast. But let's move on because yeah, we are talking about this one one year anniversary show. We are talking about all elite wrestling. AEW, all elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Where every title is going to be on the line.
2: That's right. Dynamite. Uh, We just kick right off with the AEW World Tag Titles. FTR defending against the best friends. Two of the top teams going right now. And, you know, I think this match just gave what we expected. Just some good old tag stuff. Just, you know, start a little slow. Build up as we're going on with the near falls. Uh, All these double team maneuvers. Uh, but on the outside of the ring, in the crowd, there was Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian who were just kind of playing on an arcade machine—a very poorly placed
1: arcade machine, I gotta say.
2: Yeah, and poor, poorly made. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So, Mike, you know more about arcade machines than I do. How? Well, uh, what yeah. could you say to their durability?
2: A real arcade machine, like the old big one, like they would—they they weigh like five hundred pounds. So, they're massive. They're huge.
1: So let's say. Oh no. Um like you're playing you're, like you're like a ball hits the arcade machine. You could safely yeah. say that there would absolutely be zero damage done if a ball hit the side of an arcade
2: machine. Yeah, that machine should be no no damage. It's probably just made
1: of plastic. Whatever it is, it's not going <laughs> anywhere.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So I wanna make sure I just need a baseline for how good these things <laughs> are. Yeah.
2: yeah, so this match spills to the floor. Uh, Trent jumps at Dax. They're fighting. They make their way to the arcade machine area. And, uh, yeah, Trent comes running in. He jumps at Dax, but he avoids. Trent smashes through the arcade machine, and it just falls to pieces. Like you said, it was not. Yeah, it was like a cereal box. Made of plywood. <laughs> uh, so he's taken out, and then the finish comes when Harwood's got Chuck in a waist lock. Uh, and then Cash nails Chuck with the title belt. And as he's nailing him, the ref ducks, so he avoids seeing it. Uh, FTR get the three count with the cheap tactic. And there's been a conspiracy running now of refs continually missing uh, FTR cheating, and I think it's been the same ref. Well, I don't know. I haven't looked deeply into it. But oh, well, we know. It's a conspiracy. I know. I feel about maybe Britt Baker's been right.
1: Is that, is that Rick Knox? Is that who that one is?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, it's the one I don't like.
1: No, no, the one that you, no, that's not the one you don't. Whereas like is
2: Remsburg I <laughs> get them confused. The two bald refs. One I like. One I don't. Rick Knox. Uh, fuck yeah! Now can I? Oh my I god! We're not going to do this. There's Bryce Remsburg and Rick Knox. I can't remember.
1: Yeah, we're not going to do. We're not going <laughs> to do this now. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was great to see, um, you know, especially on AEW where tag team wrestling has seems to have been the focus yeah of what they're doing at least in
2: north america it's the only place where you can get good tag. at right least there. yeah
1: in north america um it, it was nice to see a tag match kick off the show as they usually do right it was nice to see a team although ftr is relatively newer to the company it was nice to see a team like the best friends who have been there since day one Um uh, yeah. also kind of get the opportunity in that uh you know all along, you know, and of course they're kind of, they are still probably pretty sore from that five-star match they just had.
2: Uh, yeah, last you week. know, and they've been—they've been one of the top teams in the division this whole year. That they've, you know, they haven't won the titles, but they've been very close many times, many, many times. And uh, they'll get there one day. But yeah,
1: great opening bout, really set the set the tone for the rest of the show.
2: Yeah, and then right after, when the, the best friends are recovering, Miro comes out and attacks them because they broke his arcade machine, so he's mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, And then we get a tag match. Miro and Kip Sabian against uh, Lee Johnson and Sean Maluda, Who make their debut.
1: Sound like dark guys.
2: (laughs) But we know why they're here. Miro just destroys them. Tags in Sabian. He hits one splash. And then tags Miro back in. Locks in the camel clutch. Gets a submission win. And then after they cut a promo. But uh, yeah. Miro. He hasn't really done a whole lot yet.
1: No, nothing really. Uh, other than sweat, a lot. Uh, that Jacksonville <laughs> heat was really,
2: really getting it's him. Getting, to, he's a thick fellow. Was
1: really getting to him last night. I saw some good yeah, highlights. He kind of
2: slipped on his submission too from the sweat. I think
1: I kind of saw. Like you, I, yeah. <laughs>
2: When he went to lock it in, he like missed it first, and he had to re heal Jeff.
1: And it's weird. It's um, it's a it's a weird mashing of styles too to have a guy like Miro, you know, like the big bruiser type who's quick, but you know, uh, to be matched up with Kip Sabian, who I thought was a high flyer.
2: Yeah, I think he. High-fives.
1: I thought that was his shtick. Yeah, hey, we just didn't really get to see that. We need to see how this team's gonna like work together.
2: Because yeah, so, so far it's felt a know,
1: little flat.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they haven't wowed us. You know, you had this big debut, you bring Miro in, and uh, yeah, it's kind of been weird so far. I don't know, but we'll give it a chance. Uh, I think backstage is a quick segment. Uh, Lance is just beating the shit out of Moxley. We're trying to rough him up before the title match, but uh, the funny part, just as he's doing it, Jake, Jake the Snake is just like, Lance! Help me get my vest on. He just he can't get his vest on.
1: Yeah, how much help? He's like, Lance, Lance, my vest. I don't know. Jay, Jake Roberts needs a lot of help backstage. <laughs> uh, and, and Lance's a big guy. Should have helped him out.
2: Yeah, I feel like this was real. Like, he was just interrupting the segment. It wasn't even part of it.
1: <laughs> it was supposed to happen that way. <laughs> uh,
2: but then we do get the full eight-man bracket for this world title eliminator tournament. Yes. Uh, to determine number one contender. So that'll start next week. Uh, but we get the matchups here. So Pentagon is or L Penta zero. What the fuck is he now? I
1: think, yeah. L Penta zero yeah. M. I'll just
2: Penta versus Ray Phoenix. No, I don't think, first. I don't
1: think you can say Penta. I think that's part of the problem is that we have <laughs> well, to I... say Pentagon L zero M or something.
2: Well, he's taken on Ray Phoenix in round one, which will be a fantastic opening match. and uh, Kenny Omega taking on Joey Janela. I think we know what happened there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then on the other side of the bracket, Colt Cabana takes on Hangman Adam Page. And then Wardlow takes on Jungle Boy. Finals will take place November 7th at Full Gear. And the brackets line up nicely, so Hangman and Kenny could meet in the finals.
1: And it's nice to have something to build up to, of course, with... I mean, fuck, it feels like All Out just kind of happened.
2: Yeah, yeah, the time's going quick. Yes, exactly.
1: Time's flying by, and uh, it's nice to know that we'll have something on the line there for Is that, are we going to Kenny Hangman so
2: soon? Maybe not. I mean, they could swerve us all, Yeah, because that seems like the obvious thing, but then they'll be like, nah. You know, it could be a Omega Jungle Boy Finals, which could be a really good match. It should be a banger. Yeah, could be anything. Yeah, it could I, be Pentagon versus Hangman. It could be many different.
1: And I don't think that or Hangman Page and John Moxley. That's not something we haven't seen that before.
2: No, but I don't know if we're ready for it because Hangman's such a baby face and Moxley's still like a baby.
1: Exactly, face. he's a huge, big, big, big baby
2: face, right? Yeah. So uh and Kenny's on this way to become a heel. So yeah, yeah.
1: It'll be. It'll be. I don't know. It'll be interesting. This to tournament.
2: See. We, uh, we yeah. I think the only thing we can say for sure is Joey Janela, Colt Cabana will not be the finals. Boom, boom. Colt Cabana. <laughs> boom, boom. Colt Cabana. Boom boom. Uh, boom, boom. But then MJF, Mr. Maxwell Jacob Friedman comes out with his associate Wardlow to cut a promo and he wants Chris Jericho to come out because he's got to make his groundbreaking announcement. So Jericho comes out with the inner circle and they are actually, they're all wearing the jackets that MJF gifted him. Uh, except for Sammy Guevara. He's not wearing his. He's just holding it in his hand. He didn't get one. No, this week he did. No. Oh, well,
1: this... Well, of course, that's why he comes... Oh, yeah, he comes out... He was holding, holding it in his hand, though. His he wasn't hand. wearing it.
2: Yeah. He was being salty. Uh, so Jericho's like, Sammy, put it on. Put the gift on. He was a. He gave us a gift. So Sammy puts it on, and it's comically oversized. Just the giant sleeves dangling down. Uh, MJF's just like, Foots like a glove, buddy. He's just demeaning him. But... Uh, MJF puts over Jericho. He even gets to touch his hair. And then Chris is just like, all right, cut this shit. What's the big announcement? So MJF, he dances around the bush a little bit, uh, says, you know, he's like, "Uh, yeah, asking. then he finally just spits it out about maybe wanting to join the inner circle. And him and Jericho just do the back and forth. And finally Santana just gets on the mic. It's like, hey, there's no maybe. There's no possibly. We don't want you in the inner circle. End of story. Let's go, Chris. And then he just says, "Hold on, we're a family. We're a team. We make these decisions together. Uh, but we need a little bit of time. So how about next week? You and I meet up one on one for a steak dinner." And MJF accepts. They also so next week.
1: Uh, so yeah, we're getting a steak dinner next week at yeah. uh, one thing I love, at a restaurant longhorn well we didn't they didn't they didn't plug yeah. anything they said i'll I think sue i you saw for a name dinner for it, at like the it.
2: restaurant yeah i think i saw you know how jericho loves the like the mimosa i thought i saw something oh yeah like a bovine battle i don't know oh that sounds fun I thought, yeah uh but yeah we get uh tony Schiavone interviewing brett baker at a spa <laughs>
1: this was <one's> great <laughs> right. i loved this whole segment
2: yeah so as they're kind of getting worked on Baker's doing her her roles for a role model the big notepad role number five is be the baddest bitch on the block and then she sits up and she freaks out because she realizes Tony's naked beside her mm-hmm. uh, and then they all have some fun they wax his chest
1: <laughs> that was pretty fun yeah. and they go for they just petties and mannies of course yeah. Britt baker the whole time just boasting that she uh you know knee knee surgery no face surgery uh she's coming back motherfuckers
2: yeah it was great and reba was there it was funny i just loved when she saw tony and they her and reba were screaming like a bat flew What's in the house uh, but let's go. We got another title match here. The TNT Championship on the line. Cody defending against Orange Cassidy. And the blonde hair's back on Cody. Glad he realized. Yeah, today's.
1: like immediately, too. I was kind of like, kinda like I was kind of like, hey, why, you should have waited it out.
2: I mean, yeah, because he's been acting like a dick anyway, so he might as well look like I mean,
1: I don't know. Like, I mean, you know, because it makes me wonder, what was the point?
2: I think he really just thought, hey, I sh- I'll look good. And then he really, you know, maybe he's like, ah. Did more?
1: (laughs) You could be right. You could be right. (laughs)
2: Uh, But yes, here we go. Oh, Orange Cassidy starts off doing his his whole shenanigans, which just pisses Cody off. Uh, But eventually, he does lock up with Cody. His first lock up in AEW, they say. Orange Cassidy. (laughs) Oh,
1: really? That's what they uh, they they said. said?
2: Uh, And then they do. They do some nice little chain wrestling sequence. They fight outside the ring, uh, and then the Dark Order appear in the crowd. They distract the ref. John Silver runs up. He grabs a TNT title. He's looking to nail Cody with it. But Orange Cassidy stops him, and uh, the ref catches everyone, and just a couple other refs come out to help. They just eject the whole Dark Order out of there. Uh, so the match continues. Cody's doing his heel tactics. He does, like, push-ups while Cassidy's down, which gets some booze from the crowd. So mm-hmm. he's being a little dick. He's
1: being a dick. He's being
2: a little... uh, and Darby Allen was just hanging out in the crowd, just watching the whole time because uh, he's going to face the TNT champ at full gear.
1: Right, yeah, we. I, got, I think we. How when did we find out about that? There was no like contender or anything. I don't
2: know how it. I don't know how it came to yeah, be. Yeah, it sort of did. He's good. Getting... Okay. Uh, so anyways, there you know, a couple big near falls. Orange Cassidy hits some big moves. Uh, yeah, Cody's working over his leg, doing the figure four. Uh, they fight outside to the edge of the apron, and Orange Cassidy hits the beach break on the side of the ring. Uh, but he's so hurt that he can't capitalize quickly enough. So. Once he gets him in the ring, Cody kicks out. But this is a 20-minute time limit match. So we're getting down to the final minute. Cody goes for the crossroads, but Orange Cassidy reverses it. Hits a beach break in the middle of the ring. Goes for the cover, but Cody kicks out it too. So damn close. Uh, so we get to the final 10 seconds now. He goes for an orange punch, but his injured leg gives out. Cody goes for the crossroads. Orange Cassidy reverses it into the mouse trap. He's got Cody pinned. But time expires just before the referee's hand hits the mat for the three. So, Orange Cassidy had him beat, but the clock beat Orange Cassidy. Oh, my God. Fucking twice now. Cody has uh, been saved by the bell, as it were. Saved by the bell, yeah. We have a draw. But, uh, yeah, still a fun match. Good stuff. I thought Orange Cassidy could have had him. Could have had him.
1: And I think this, yeah, this this felt like Orange Cassidy's best job or best showing yet in AEW. You know, we've had... Some heavy matches. He had the heavy match with Brody Lee. There was a match against Neville that really put him on the map, everything with Jericho. Yeah, but this was Jericho. 20 straight minutes of pretty fucking good quality wrestling. Cody, yeah. although dyeing his hair back to his blonde locks, showed he wasn't, like, employing the illegal tactics, you know, as it were, as most heels do. But he showed his anger. Maybe yeah. broke a the cockiness, those push-ups. Exactly. Maybe broke a rule or two. Just disrespectful behavior.
2: Yeah. Um, no blood, though, surprisingly. Oh, didn't whoa, bleed. my God. Well, you know. Was... <laughs> Every title match, I thought he'd bleed. <laughs> I thought
1: that was That's the rule.
2: A... Um, yeah. yeah, time limit draw, good
1: way to keep everybody looking good. It doesn't feel like a... Che- it's funny. So a match like this, you know, where the time limit um, expires, and then Bailey sasha the DQ, <laughs> right? Because I guess effectively, it's the exact same result. The champ doesn't lose, and the champ doesn't get pinned. Uh, but something about the uh, DQ feels so much worse than this time limit thing. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's a better ending.
1: I, yeah, I mean, of course we don't, For see, the most part. we don't see it very often. And if we saw it all the time, it would be meaningless, but
2: yeah, um, no, when you only do it twice a year or so, it's, it's pretty good. It's, it's good. Exactly. It's, good to, it's good
1: to have that in your back pocket because it, nobody wants to see a DQ,
2: you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, then we go, Tony is in the crowd interviewing Matt Hardy, who says he's 100% healthy now, Ooh. ready to return. He's back. He's alive. But then up on the video screen behind him, we see a little hooded figure who lights a bunch of pictures of Matt on fire. And it's, of course, Sammy Guevara. I thought we were Be- done. I know. Every time they do it, someone gets hurt. So I don't know. Can't, we, yeah, like,
1: can't we just not? <laughs>
2: But Sammy says, you know, I'm the one that took you out, Matt, a few weeks ago. I'm the Tanya Harding. Uh, I always forget the guy's name. But it uh, doesn't matter. He's uh, the one that did it. Uh, Galuli. Uh He's the one that galoolied him. But so they're not done. <laughs> Hopefully no more hardcore matches, though. Yeah. I mean, I guess if we. Ha- no, we- just no
1: weapons of any kind. No nothing. I guess if we have to have a match. Yeah. If we just- must. Yeah. But yeah, see, we can't just have one match. We, we got to have like four.
2: Yeah. See, it's uh, it's not just a WWE thing. Everyone falls.
1: Everyone falls friends. for it. It's
2: wrestling. <laughs> uh, but in the ring, we've got this uh, this tumbler, I, I would call it, right? Just the big, like, bingo thing, the Tumblr, uh, you yeah, spin it.
0: Because yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: uh, <laughs> why is it here? We're going to draw names. We're going to have four teams compete in a four-way tag match to determine number one contenders next week. Uh, So let's just draw some names. Private Parties, first team. Then we got Silver and Reynolds from Dark Order. The Butcher and the Blade. And then finally the Young Bucks. And then all the other teams just have to stand around like idiots. (laughs) Like, old. Yeah. This was a weird way of doing it. Uh, Just like, yeah, now you're in the match, but whatever. The Bucks come out. They dish out some super kicks. Everyone brawls. Bucks stand tall
1: not bad you know i mean i guess we're getting getting a number contender now means that the the match itself will probably happen at full gear gear, right which is in three weeks and i think as it ends uh ftr doesn't get super kicked but they're gonna get fucking super kicked if the young bucks win this thing and the young bucks and ftr this has been years in the making even back when they were known as the revival
0: yeah
1: this has been fuck an this has been an ongoing joke for years and uh uh, be, uh being the elite thing uh so hopefully fuck I like I want to see the match just cuz
2: I we I know it'll be a barn burner. Yeah, well first they have to get through that fatal four away next week. Well, you know, they could. They probably will. They're going to they they will implore the uh greasy tactics. Yeah, they've they've been showing that edginess recently. Yeah. So uh, but we've got more title matches here. The AEW woman's title on the line. Hukarashita Shida defending against Big Swole. Uh, yeah, you know, it was just okay. I'm happy. I'm always happy to see the woman on AEW, but yeah. it was nothing. Yeah, there were a few yet. mistakes that kind of happened. Yeah, a little, you know, Swole, she's she's, she's hit and miss. But.
1: Yeah, so uh, th- th- this was the first time watching this women's division where... It was sort of you know I mean and we say this all the time you know the quality of the AEW's women's division or if you could swap if you could take like half of the AEW tag division and give them to NXT for half of their women's division (laughs) and bring them over how like that would be the perfect fucking company, um yeah AEW just they don't have them they just don't have them I don't think I think WWE has all of the best uh, female performers in the world.
2: Yeah, no. I, I mean, Br- I mean, definitely agree on that. Britt
1: Baker could can make her point as, as terms of like how a character goes and how somebody who can compose yeah. themselves. But shit, that match with Thunder Rosa was the best AEW women's match we've ever seen, and she's not yeah. even in a. She's not even in the AEW women's division. It's so. so it's sort of like a pro- I feel like now it's a problem without a fucking solution, just because it's like the fact of the matter is they're not good enough wrestlers.
2: Yeah. And,
1: and, and you, so you just, uh, they just have to work. You know, you just got to work. You practice. You become better. Not to say that any of these performers can't be a star one day. Yeah, I miss Chris Statlander. I mean, Chris. We had what happened to Chris Statlander? She's been hurt. Oh but, fuck. Uh, uh, and, well, and yeah, uh, and, and no,
2: even Penelope. They don't let Penelope. They have don't a great let match Penelope go. She's
1: Anna Jay. We don't even know if she can fucking <laughs> wrestle. Uh, yeah. That's what it seems like. A lot of the women in this division. And again, I don't watch we don't i we don't watch dark here on this we don't show watch so maybe this shit's happening but uh but yeah it's almost like a problem without a solution right it's like or the only solution is to get better
2: <laughs> yeah so so we'll see. i mean uh yeah there was there was one or two fun little spots where swole hit like a little cutter on the ramp but uh yeah Sheeta gets the win with her tamahashi knee strikes retains her title but
1: yeah, yeah, so um, yeah, let's let, let all we can do is just fucking fingers crossed that this women's division by like by this time next year
2: <clears throat> Yeah, we they're aware of it. There's been people in AEW commenting like, ah, you know, yeah We are we know we we love women's wrestling We want it to be great,
1: but that so, and then it's like but then it's like shit, man We just got to teach you all and I don't know if that's <laughs> that's probably a byproduct of WWE getting all of the good female talent uh, because they've been doing so for years, so sort of like I bet the the pot of performers available to AEW was already kind of like reduced. Because WWE took them all. Somewhat. Yeah. but uh, I mean, still. short of like a Tessa Blanchard type, who no one really wants anyways, because apparently she's just really rude. Uh, it's sort of like yeah. every all, literally everyone else works for WWE. Yeah, we'll see. We'll
2: see. Hopefully. But uh let's go to the main event of the evening. John Moxley defending his AEW World title against Lance Archer in a no DQ match. So, anything. Can
1: happen. I think it became no DQ after they were beating the shit out of each other earlier on backstage. like backstage yeah. throughout the show. So, um which it's always going to be better it means we get a little more violence.
2: So, uh, and during his entrance, Archer throws this production crew member through a plate glass window. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know where this thing came from. they just I didn't know where the glass,
1: a... yeah. I was like, who, who put yeah. the glass there? That seems like a terrible place <laughs> to put glass.
2: Uh, so, they start off the match and Moxley just hits a paradigm shift right off the bat, but only gets a two no, count. Oh, my so. God. <laughs> We're getting, Yeah, <laughs> They fight outside the ring. They're throwing each other into barricades. Uh, we get some tables set up chairs brought in the ring uh yeah and then they do their own little table chair seated chair spot where yeah archer just choke slams moxley onto the two chairs the
1: classic table chair
2: uh we get trash cans we get uh yeah eventually they they fight outside the ropes onto the edge of the apron where those two tables are set up uh archer looks to steal the paradigm shift from moxley but moxley low blows him then shows archer how it's done he Hits the paradigm shift. Both men crash through the tables onto the floor. Uh, And then back in the ring, Moxley hits another paradigm shift. But Archer kicks out, so he transitions right into the bulldog choke. But then Archer gets out of that. So, uh, yeah, Archer hits the blackout. Could he win the title? He covers Moxley. But at the two count, Moxley reverses it into a little crucifix pin. Holds Marcher down for three. So Moxley retains. Moxley retains
1: with a little bit of a rollout or uh, sorry a roll up after uh, the greasy nut shot.
2: Yeah, I mean Archer was slipping out of his biggest moves, so it took yeah a nut shot and a roll up. But uh, afterwards, Archer's sore loser. He's beaten Moxley down. Uh, Then Eddie Kingston, he was on commentary. Uh, He sends the Lucha Bros out to go help Moxley, so they 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 get Archer out of there, but. uh, Then Eddie gets on the mic and just cuts a promo. He's putting over Moxley. You know, you're the champ. You've been here one year carrying this company. He raises Moxley's hand. But then he cheap shots him, chokes him out, and just says, I never quit. I never tapped out. So I guess he's getting another title shot.
1: He sends all this stuff because he's fucking true. And if you look at him and Moxley side by side, he's bigger than John Moxley. I, I had no idea Eddie Kingston was this fucking large. Of a person. Yeah. Um, and that's the way that we fade to black, of course. The, the match and the post-match was a great way to end this anniversary show. Lance Archer's a main event player. Um, and Eddie Kingston's a man. Eddie Kingston's the fucking man. I'm going to start wearing yeah, my headbands we like him. him, like backwards.
2: And he had a nice... Montreal Vladimir Guerrero Senior
1: <laughs> jersey. The dude is just off the charts and for yeah we've said this before this fucking an indie star to spend so many years under the radar to be put on the map like this
2: yeah it's fantastic
1: you love seeing it don't you
2: yeah he's great i I barely knew who he was and he's won us over very quickly
1: so quickly him and anna j they're coming in hot (laughs) for i want to see more of anna j we we all want to see you gotta watch be in the elite that's where she's. Well, that's where she I shouldn't have to, though. Or just go to being the elite, and just you can skip past all the QT Marshall bullshit and the stuff with uh, Brian Cutler, <laughs> and just go straight to uh, all the Dark Order stuff. Because of course, I think I think Eddie Kingston for me personally may be coming up on uh, a breakout star of the year. Dare I may even say rookie of the year? Just even the way the way <laughs> he just sort of came onto the roster.
2: Yeah, yeah. well, we'll have to sort that out. Uh, at the end of the year
1: The end the of the year But that was this week's <clears> Episode <throat> of Dynamite It was another Great um, Wednesday Night War Way to celebrate And that's All of the wrestling week
2: It is oh, Big week Oh
1: boy Big week Let's finish off the show The only way that we know how uh, We're talking Wrestler of the week the
0: wrestler Of the week Of the week The wrestler Of the week Of the, week, of the, week,
1: of the week the wrestler of the week, of the, week, of the week the wrestler of the, week. the, wrestler of the week. Mike I'm gonna let you go first
2: all right yes this was a big week uh lots of stuff people moving around lots of matches but this person here had the biggest moment of their career the biggest win of their life and one of my best promos of the year Lana I implore you to go watch that Raw Talk thing just for the emotion. It makes you feel happy for her. It makes you feel like this underdog. Maybe she really can do it.
1: I love a good promo. Of course, promo of the year is, of course, a shootie. And I'm sure if, uh, if what you say is true, this could be a contender for that award.
2: Yeah, I just like how real she is. The emotion. How real she is.
1: Yeah. Uh, congratulations to Lonnie for the rest of the week, Mike. I'm going over to the other show, the other night, the other brand, whatever you want to call it. Um, because like we just said, I mean, he finished off he finished off this week's episode of Dynamite, standing tall. In a few short weeks, he has won over our hearts. I'm giving my rest of the week to Eddie Kingston. Uh, I loved him on commentary. I he was so All fucking right. good. The way he would always the way he says like J I. He, yeah, he, and he
2: wasn't even, like, he wasn't, like, playing a role, like, healer face, cheering for one guy over the no, other. No, he was he just re- enjoying the match. He
1: really wasn't. He was enjoying the match, being this Eddie Kingston guy, uh, talking about how long he's known Moxley. They may have had some kind of, you know, career. I think Eddie Kingston's in his late 30s. He's, I mean, he's almost 38-year-old Damon Priest's age. How old do we think Eddie Kingston is?
2: Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna say he he's is... He's really old
1: or he's like twenty two and we just, <laughs> yeah. you know.
2: No I'm gonna say he's thirty seven. Thirty seven.
1: Thirty eight, almost thirty nine.
2: Wow. And yeah, I can't believe age. we're
1: only just hearing about him. It's this new the golden age of wrestlers now in their late thirties. Uh the fucking sky's the limit for this guy. Eddie Kingston, you're my wrestler of the week attaboy eddie attaboy eddie and lana and that's the entire week of the podcast that was a big
2: week it feels like yeah it just it just happens I was like,
1: remember to rate review big. like and subscribe because the podcast is everywhere mike do you have any uh, final words for the kids at home Ah, uh, no sorry kids <laughs> you're gonna have to come back next <laughs> week when mike will have some final words for the kids at home that's all the time that we have this week thanks for listening folks okay bye Bye.